Bond is out, baby! Brian and Ray didn't watch it, but I did, so I'm going to tell you all about it. Not only that, but we got What If, and also Resident Evil came out with a trailer. Brian, hit that music. Let's talk about this stuff. Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, in the heart of Uptown Whittier. Keeping up with the nerds presents Issue 68. My name is Nick Valero. This is Brian. And welcome to the show. You only remember it was 68 because next, next week is 69. Because I, I literally had to fight you because I did not want to be in the seat today. I literally did not want to be in the seat because I knew that I would not be here for 69. You were calculating. Oh, wait. I'm gonna do 68. <laughs> <laughs> I was I I, I I was already sitting in Brian's seat, and yeah. I was like, "Oh no no no, this is my seat today. This is mine." <laughs> Thank you're entering the show. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I was like, "Why is he trying to?" I'm like, "Yes, it is. It's your turn." I'm thinking in my head, and then I was like, "Oh, I'm, uh, no, 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 Brian, you can do an extra one. It's fine. No, 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 no it's fine. Do it." <laughs> I just wanted 69. I, I really just wanted to do 69. What, should we do something special for issue 69? Uh, well, you know what? Most In most podcasts, they get naked and then just kind of like have a party. But uh, whatever you guys want. What? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we could. What get, if we do another drunk podcast? I was going to say, we could just we do, we do it where we get a Look, yeah. no nakedness. In all fairness, I'm just saying in the last... To, in the last drunken podcast that you mm-hmm. guys had, I was drinking with you guys, and you guys were a mess. Exactly. So imagine if we drink. You, oh, yeah. No, wait, we we all three of us won't be here for issue sixty nine. <gasps> I won't be here. Well, that's why it's called an event comic. It's going <laughs> to be an event issue because you're not going to be here. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. You're missing issue sixty nine. I didn't realize that till right now. <laughs> that sucks, oh, dude. Yeah. Damn. Oh no. <laughs> Me and Brian oh, no. by ourselves. Ah, dang, dude. That I'm just saying, usually, usually, I'm just saying, usually issue 69 goes better with two people. I'm just saying. Like, it's, it's hard to do with What three. if we do like... Do with three people. Unless, unless I'm, We just I'm, do like something special next week between Nick and I and then we save issue 69. Yeah, because usually, you know, you know... I was just going to say, we could record that weekend. I just can't record Friday. Saturday? We'll figure this out. Okay. We'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah no. Do, come do, on. We'll, it's, we'll do. We'll do. We'll do home. We'll do some house cleaning afterwards. Yeah. There's. And there's when I say house cleaning, I mean Renee. You're off on 69. Sorry, buddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> just, just how it's gonna go. Listen, I'm, we loved having you. Finally, <laughs> we brought him in this year. This I'm, year. I'm finally. I'm finally gonna do the one thing that I've wanted to do. Have Brian. Have Brian all to myself. <laughs> Welcome back, Nick. Hey, what's up, guys? Yeah. Yeah, I know you guys miss me. Oh, yeah, I did. I hugged <laughs> you as soon as I saw you. I know. He I did. did. He, tackled, I him too, he yeah. literally tackled me when he came in. I was like, hey, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, okay, oh, I was gone. Before we start on our topics, I got a story for you guys. No. So, yes, it sucks. You're going to deal with it. <laughs> no. I am in this seat. That means I get my, my law. I am law. That's what... It, isn't that what the seat says? Anyways, going back to the story. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Probably that nothing. <laughs> so, uh, about like a week and a half ago, um, I finally, for the first time, got put 
like made got made realized how old I actually was. Oh God. Yeah. Why did you find a gray gray hair on your balls? No, I have gray hair on my beard right here. This little goatee. That's when I found out. Two little ones. Um, oh really? So yeah, yeah two little ones. Call me when it's when it's somewhere. Else. I don't think that's age. I think that's just pure just <laughs> stress. That's true. No. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, at my other job. <laughs> Oh, one of my no, coworkers. That's, that's the ulcer. That's the ulcer. The ulcer's the stress. <laughs> the ulcer's the stress. <laughs> Dude, I'm surprised I still haven't had one. Thank God. Um, anyways. Uh, that, you, that you know of. <laughs> uh, one of my coworkers at my other job, uh, she's 19. And for whatever reason, we were talking about movies. Right. But she's not like a she's not like a movie watcher. Mm-hmm. Okay. She says she watches movies, but she's like, Oh yeah, she watches like the popular stuff, like the stupid mm-hmm. like chick flicks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I was just like How oh. dare you? Chick flicks are awesome. No, the modern ones. Some chick flicks are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so I was just like, Oh no, like I'm a huge like film buff. I can recommend you some really good movies. Um but she started saying like, you know, I don't watch anything like that's super old because you know, she's not into it and all this other stuff. I'm like, no, there's some pretty good stuff back what, in like the nineties and eighties. What, what is her definition of old? Oh, oh I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Oh, I'm getting okay. there. Damn. So <laughs> so I started telling her, I'm like, Oh I yeah, you know. Old. <laughs> I I like one of my, my favorite movies. I started naming off. I'm like I love Kingsman. I love Scott Pilgrim. She hated Scott Pilgrim. She didn't like it. She had problems with Baby Driver. And I'm like, okay, what's like what's the issue? Like what's the problem? Yeah. I think it was something stupid. It was something like it wasn't filmed to her liking, or it just seemed really cheesy. And I'm like, okay, that's they're more of your, your opinions. It's not yeah. like whatever. Why do I why do I feel like this girl's name is Karen? It's not, not even close. Should it be? No, <laughs> no, she's really nice. Um, we get to the part where I start naming off my like favorite favorite movie mm-hmm. for some long time listeners. You guys know that it's Alien. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh yeah, Alien's a good movie. It's not super scary because she's really into like horror and stuff. But it's you know scary for when it was made yeah. back in the late '80s. So then she proceeds to comment, "Oh, I really don't watch movies in black and white." And I looked at her and I said, "What?" Yeah. You so much right now. <laughs> the fact that you are wasting our time with this. <laughs> so I looked at her and I said, we only, "Dude, <laughs> we only have tw- two hours." Like, <laughs> the fact that you wasted nine of it on this, <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. Why? <laughs> I'm never gonna get that nine minutes back. <laughs> my life gone. Nine minutes, I'll never get back. No, uh, uh, you know what? I I have no excuse for that. Um, I could try and defend it, but I can't. No, no can't. you can't. literally. I, I, she yeah. then she proceeded to defend herself by saying, "I don't mean to say that the movies in black and white. I just don't like old movies." And I'm like, "Okay, but not all movies in black and white are dumb. Like Gone with the Wind is, you know, restored in color." Yeah, Schindler's List. That- <laughs> <laughs> if you really want to show her a black and white movie, show her that one. <laughs> really, really bring out the emotions. <laughs> <laughs> emotions. Okay. Yeah, that's one way of putting it. But yeah, when I thought about it, I'm just like, damn. We were born, I was born 93. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was 20, I was like, why Why is this, why is math so difficult? 28 years ago. Right. And yeah. it really set to my, like, it really, like, set the bar, like, okay, in 28, mm-hmm. 89 was, like, four years before that. Mm-hmm. Like, right. it's 20 plus years, almost 30 years since Alien came out. Right. Mm-hmm. That's insane, dude. I don't know. It just like made me think how old I actually am, yeah. even though I'm not that old. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, no, Nick. I think, thanks, I, Nick. 
I'm not you can't you, you 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 can't get at me, bro. I already got I got gray hair in my hair. Like I'm I'm. Why do you think it's slicked back all the time? <laughs> I dye it every morning. No, I I, I hide it in my other colored hair. <laughs> other colored hair? Yeah, like I I still it's my hair is all still dark. So if brown. you wash your hair right now, you'll see like, like you'll see a poof. It, there's a poof of gray. Are you lying? No, I'm being serious. What a liar! Have you not noticed when I don't do my hair? No, I always wear a hat. No, what? I don't think you've ever worn a hat here. Yes, he has. You go hell, you go hell, and you die. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I've worn a hat. He's, had, he's worn a hat here. Run the clip, dude. <laughs> Brian's gonna have clip. to find. Um, <laughs> go through yeah. sixty-seven episodes and find that one episode I wore a hat. Oh god, Brian. I'm not gonna do extra work. Editor I'm already Brian. editing all this other stuff. Listen, I'm not By talking way, to you. I'm talking to editor Brian. Yeah, that's, that's future Brian. Okay, that's future Brian's problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, before we get into the other stories, uh, just a reminder, guys. By this time. When this podcast releases, there are new videos being posted on our YouTube channel. Right. Our Halloween specials will be up. So if you have not checked it out, because you guys are audio listeners, please go to our YouTube channel, Keeping Up With The Nerds. We do have a video yeah. up there, our Halloween special. Um, we are currently working on mini stories for Halloween. Uh, so there should be new videos coming up every so often. Uh, and then it'll all be compiled together into a movie. Thanks to Renee. Renee, you got that idea. Which will be posted on our uh, website, keeping up with the nerds.com. So mm-hmm. go support. We're at 72 subscribers, guys. Thank you guys for subscribing, liking, following us on every platform. We love you guys. Thank and you. One thing I did notice is that there's a lot of people that are viewing this right now that aren't subscribed. Go subscribe. Have you actually seen that? Yes. Ooh. We have a lot of people who are watching the videos yeah. and they aren't subscribed. So you click that little bell. You click it. You click it or Brian's coming after you. We were trying to reach 100 subs. By the end of the year, we could easily do 100 subs by the end of yeah, the year. Yeah, 30 people is not too bad. Yeah. yeah. You guys got 30 internet? Yeah, which mm-hmm. all we 30 need friends is like, to share and share and let them know. Yeah, yeah. You can share, share it to your friend, share it to your mom. Grandma love me. Grandma love me. Grandma, grandma's love me. Grandma love me. My English went out the window. I know. I what like, you don't know is this isn't root beer, it's actual beer. I filled it with other stuff. It is dad's root beer. <laughs> love that. This is definitely dad's root beer. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? No. Crap. Oh, do you guys have any other stories before well, we one of the main topics? Nick wasn't here this week, last week, so right. his quick little... Thoughts on Venom and Squid Game. Oh yeah, yeah. I texted you. I saw. <laughs> yeah. I saw no, you Venom didn't text first. me. You, you did that. message us. Never yeah. mind. Yes. About, yeah. about because Venom. you even mentioned it in the last week. Yeah, um, I did. Nick, Nick told me, and then you never said what I told you. <laughs> 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 you said it twice, and you were like, "Well, Nick said," and then like. <laughs> I got interrupted. And then you got interrupted by Andy, and uh-huh. then you went, "Oh yeah, but so what Nick said was," and then Renee I interrupted think I you. Interrupted, yeah. And then you just never, you never mentioned it. So. <laughs> I was like, I'm used to it already. I was like, I, I, I guess the joke I told him just doesn't go. Like whatever <laughs> joke, whatever joke I must have told him, like that, no one's ever gonna hear it. So what'd you tell me? I told you. Anyways, Renee. <laughs> what I told you, see, because I'm a professional. So what, <laughs> what I told you was the fact that because I said, oh yeah, Brian, you're which are you're gonna like the movie, you're gonna freak out when you get to the end, and everything else. I didn't give you any spoiler because that's no. not no. That, that's pretty vague. That's that's pretty vague. Yeah, sure. I saw because sure. I saw it the night before you guys. Yes. Did. Yeah. And I enjoyed the movie. I thought it, I thought it was way better than the first one. Yeah. I actually didn't fall asleep in this one. Uh, <laughs> first one's boring, dude. It's the like, first what, one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I, really boring. I, I think I said it. It's just it has like that extra thirty or forty minutes of just in the beginning, of just Eddie Brock's life 
and then after the 40 minute mark is when he meets Venom. Yeah, I I did like the idea that uh, Andy Serkis just kind of like tweaked some things mm-hmm. and everything like that. Like, oh yeah, like now he works for the Daily Bugle. Yeah. Because uh, before, in it's it's an easy thing of just going like, oh yeah, like you ruined your life, like mm-hmm. you ruined your own life. It wasn't me. But overall, I really enjoyed it. I liked that. Um, I liked the the little like you know the fact that Venom just wants to be outside. It's like a it's like a metaphor for coming out. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I like, mean, they, uh, they, it's, I think the metaphor was created at the beginning, like you said, and then it just like flat out in your face. He's like, he won't let me out, but I'm finally free. I'm finally free, and everybody loves me. <laughs> and I, I I loved it so much. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it a lot. You got to see female. Uh, which you get to see uh, female Venom and everything else. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. The after credit scene was sick. Oh, um, yeah. I, 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 I guess we have a Venom now inside mm-hmm. of the MCU, which is going to be interesting. It, to see if he stays. Yeah. I don't think so. I think he does. Because I think that the easiest way to automatically say these characters are already established mm-hmm. is by automatically going, they, everybody who's been transferred here mm-hmm. Cannot go home. Mm-hmm. I and think then, yeah. And then the easiest way to do that is then go. Okay, cool. Now that you can't go home, you have a Doc Ock. That means you have a Goblin. That means that you have Sandman. Mm-hmm. That means you have an Electro. You have all the villains already set up now. Yeah, but movies tend to kill off their villains within one movie. Exactly. So now, but now you have a Sinister Six that you've already been introduced to in other movies. You already have everything else. So why do we need to? Why, why do we need to reestablish them in, in newer movies? That's or true. Like that, and boom, we have a sinister. We have a sinister six. Spider Man has a rogues gallery without with one movie. He has a full fledged rose gallery. That'd be interesting for them to. I think in the last podcast I was saying, yeah, mm-hmm. that he's gonna stay. Right after sitting on it a little bit longer, it just kind of feels like Sony's gonna pull the plug on it, easy way out, just in case they want to do some stuff on their own. Maybe, but I, I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I don't know. I have to agree with Nick on this one. I would want that. Yeah. I would want that, but again, it, it, I'm going it, it, in no expectations. Yeah, yeah but, but it's because it's a, it's so easy just to go like, cool. We have every, everything's already established. The people like these characters, run with them. Just run with them now, and then you and then Marvel can do whatever they want with these characters that are already established. They already have big names that are attached to them, mm-hmm. like Willem Dafoe, <coughs> Jamie Fox. These are big names, and I think it just you know, and my little tidbit on just knowing home is just like I. It's funny how he. he I get people in at the store. They're like, do you think they're going to have Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield? And I go, listen, you think that Marvel's not going to pass up that opportunity. You're taking all these different villains in here. And they saw the success of Into the Spider-Verse. They saw that. And it's like, you think that if they don't do that, like they will not not do that? Mm, Because if they don't, it is actually a big miss opportunity. It's a big cinematic miss opportunity. I think Kevin Feige offered the opportunity mm-hmm. and it's up to their agents to yeah. say yes or no. And but I I I think that they did it because mm-hmm. there's there's too much there's too much stuff. There's a lot of variables. Uh, there's a lot of variables, but the thing is that also there's too much evidence to say like the the cuz like Marvel there's like a, a video of uh what was it of Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire mm-hmm. like they're talking on like a scaffold mm-hmm. and stuff like that and they were like no 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 that's fake video like that's not that's not mm-hmm. real it was like it was spoofed. And but the thing is that you have two different videos from two different angles mm-hmm. of the same thing that's going on, 
And it's kind of like, mm, I can see it like one video got leaked, but two videos of the same thing that's happening from mm-hmm. two separate angles. Yeah. I feel like that's harder to do. Yeah. And stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to seeing Andrew Garfield. No Way Home. And also, that's the reason why it's called No Way Home. Honestly, mm-hmm. with that there said, there is though. No Way Home for them. Yeah. And also, uh-huh. Toby, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield sacrifice themselves. Mm-hmm. So that and what was it and so that you know that writes them off of like okay now we have Tom Holland again now we have Tom Holland and they yeah. sacrifice themselves in order to save New York so this podcast has been right and there's proof because <laughs> issue sixty seven yeah we what? talked about Venom mm-hmm. and we saw the trailer no issue forty eight I think it was forty eight was it the trailer or forty two it was the trailer mm-hmm. we predicted a reunion of. Of Spider-Man coming to the MCU, or Venom coming into the MCU. Oh, yeah, but I've been, right, I've been right a lot, so Yeah, I fine. know, but this is official. <laughs> I know this. Not right. just you. When is this podcast? <laughs> this isn't just you, Nick. No, 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 because whenever you come up with a theory, it's, like, terribly wrong. I just gave up. And it's like I gave so up. wrong. Because then, I gave up. I don't care anymore. You care. I yeah, care. I do, but I also just don't, I don't care. If I'm going to lose, I'm going to keep doing a losing streak. Let's see how far I can go. I, I want you to do the wackiest thing and so, just so that way when it comes true, you're like, damn. Mephisto. That is definitely the craziest thing. Wait, no, it wasn't Mephisto. What did I say? It was issue 48. It was issue 48? 48. We talked about the Venom trailer. Yeah. yeah. That's um, why I thought about it. I'm just like, oh, yeah, I could easily make us watchers for that cover for <laughs> issue 67. So anyway, uh, Squid Games. Why do you keep going every time I talk? Anyway. <laughs> just trying to see how long it takes for you to reach over the table. <laughs> So far, that's okay. We're it's early on in the podcast. So far, like twenty issues in, you still haven't done it. You know, like, <laughs> well, well, that's so tense. Well, that's, he's been that, here. That's that's what happens at sixty eight. It's always the reacher. It's always the reach over. It's not the full thing. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Squid Game. Uh, anyway, but yeah. So, Squid Game. I I really liked it. It was it was good. Uh, what was it watching it in? If you liked that, you'll like uh, Alice in Borderlands. You'll, I saw that. You'll yeah. like um, what is it called? I saw the trailer for that. Yeah, you'll, you'll like Battle Royale. I love you'll Battle like, Royale. Um, actually, there's a lot of anime that are like this and stuff mm-hmm. like that of different games. Uh, Darwin's Game is a newer anime mm-hmm. that you might enjoy. That is like there's a lot of different stuff that has like death games. Why are you Dead, recommending Dead Man anime? Wonderland? This isn't. I love yeah. that one. Why are you? Why are we recommending anime? Because because if you liked this, you're gonna like that. Like if you liked the if you like these like death game type things, then yeah, you'll like. I'm that. not a weeb, so I don't care. God. Dude, you are such a huge you are, weeb, dude. <laughs> I literally saw you come out of the anime like, closet. Okay, I know. <laughs> <laughs> dude, like, I'm a full of venom. Gonna, dude, one of these, I'm finally admitting I like anime, and everyone loves me. I'm gonna yeah, clip that <laughs> and let's just play it on a loop. Anyway, so <laughs> to be my new ringtone. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, um, but it was really good. Uh, I liked it. I do like the the twist at the very end. And then also, if you go back and rewatch it, there is like so many clues to tell you that the old man is yes that the old man is who he is like behind it all Did and everything it? like that. Have you seen any of those like clips of? Uh, okay, so there's one in particular of the tug of war game, mm-hmm. and they all have locks, right? The old man doesn't have locks on his cuffs. Oh. He can like he can let go whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. What about but, the the honeycomb game? Um, 
no, the, honey, sure. the honeycomb game that was open. He yeah. he wanted the hardest one mm-hmm. and everything like that. And then not only that, but also in what did he, uh, oh, he got the star. And, yeah, because mm-hmm. he got the star. And then red light, green light. You'll notice that when the girl looks at him, everybody else is lit up in green. He mm. doesn't have a light on him. Mm-hmm. He's not being sensed by the sensor. Yeah. But it's so fast, it, it doesn't even rec- it, mm-hmm. like you don't even recognize it. I was like, oh, dude, that's sick. Like that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but also like, what are the chances? Because he even says like, oh, I didn't know you lived here. Yeah. And he goes, oh no, I have a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was visiting him, and like, yeah, like, oh, what are the chances that we would meet? Mm-hmm. And everything like that. Because he kind of suckered him into the into the game. Yeah. And that was really sick. I like that a lot. I I think it's interesting that they're kind of like, oh yeah, we're gonna go into, uh, what was it? We might make a second one. Uh, and everything else, I kind of don't. Yeah, want them I to think make we're a all in one. agreement yeah. that it's just not going to work out. He did say uh, the director was saying that if they do a sequel, he wants to focus on the Korean police. Which okay, I can kind of see how you can conceptualize that, but even still, like there's a lot it of stuff in doesn't there. work. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff in Squid Games that are just kind of left the, on the floor. The, the thing yeah. is though, is that it gives me because I'm watching season one of this, and then it's giving me really good like battle royale vibes and if you guys haven't seen battle royale it's a great japanese movie right Dude, battle royale is sick. such a good it's the so same good. it's almost not the same concept but it's grabbing a bunch of high school students putting them on an island and they have to fight to the death and only one is it's, left standing it's, yeah. it's, it's a hunger games it's, it's yeah it's a hunger games to get into a school yeah <laughs> so let me ask you this then because in the last issue we were talking about how you know south korean films kind of they're always a morality tale. They they are. It's it's about human yeah, morality it, and it, it's a it's a it's all about like what would you choose to do. Yeah. And you can even tell that in the Marvel game. Because the old man is pretending to be senile. Yeah. And then he then turns around and then go and then he goes, like, that's not what you said. And he goes, Oh he goes, That's not right. That's not right. And he goes, just like how it's not right that you've been lying to your friend mm-hmm. to so that way you can win a death game. Yeah. And it's it, it's all about like what would you do? In order, like, like the whole um, killing people after the second game, yeah, where they they purposefully gave everybody a small amount of food, and it, mm-hmm. they even say too, we gave you guys a small amount of food, mm-hmm. so that way they'll fight. Mm-hmm. And it was they didn't have to fight, they didn't have to kill each other yeah. and everything like that, but it only took that one little tiny spark of mm-hmm. oh, there is no penalty if I murder people before the games. Yeah, I can knock people out before even getting in there, and if I kill everybody it betters my chances of survival. Mm-hmm. Like you could, cause that's, it's a good point that you bring up because in red light, green light, there's moments where, uh, certain characters, I think it's the, uh, the what's, I, I can't, I'm sorry. I'm not going to pronounce their names cause it's difficult, but the, uh, the, the homeless, uh, the homeless girl, the one that ends up getting uh, the pickpocket. Yes. The pickpocket mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Um, she ends up threatening, the guy, the game. I can just guy. push you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But like it's always there's always that tension. It's like, can I harm you during the games? Yeah. And it wasn't until after the second game when, you know, the killing started to happen mm-hmm. that they all of a sudden started to say, Okay, you know, no strings attached, we can do whatever we want. Cause in the glass hopping game, what do they do? They Obviously start, they, they just start, start pushing, pushing each people. other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they start pushing people into the glass. Exactly. And stuff like that. Um yeah, I mean it's it's a it's an interesting thing. I mean, even the morality tale of like movies like Old Boy. Or anything like that. Yeah. Like that's a, that's a morality tale mm. as well of like what exactly, what do you do? Do you go for revenge or do you just kind of live your life? Yeah. And then also, is it worth it? You know, the the road you kind of went on. Uh, it, it's not completely like that, but I mean, 
No, but, but you are right. But like, Train to Busan is almost like that. Train to Busan is Train yeah. to Busan is also like that with, mm-hmm. with zombies. Its sequel is mm-hmm. it, it. The it sequel has, was an American like. Yeah, cash it, doesn't, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't have that same like. And I feel like that's the reason why a lot of these like South Korean movies are super good because it makes you kind of like put it puts you inside of that situation and it makes you think what would I do in that situation? Mm-hmm. Would I, you know, would I cheat? Would I put some? Would I throw somebody under the bus? Like what? When people are put to a desperate you know, thing, where exactly do I go? Because even in like Snowpiercer, mm-hmm. Snowpiercer is, the one with Chris Evans? yeah, it's, yeah. it's not direct. It's not a Korean film, but it is directed by a Korean filmmaker. The yeah. same guy that did uh parasite. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And inside of, uh, inside of Snowpiercer, it's very much like what exactly like the morality of, uh, rich of like these upper class mm-hmm. and like these first class passengers just basically using the which all like the the what was it the end the end of the tail mm-hmm. the tail end of the train as like uh, slaves yeah and everything else like oh yeah like they didn't pay to get on the train so we can so technically they owe us mm-hmm. and everything else and those are and it's all morality tales and mm-hmm. I feel that the morality tales are they touch you in a certain way that makes you connect to the characters and then. That's why you love the movies. Did you say else. that this struck you as like a show that you would recommend? Because it's, I mean, it's difficult at this point to recommend it because it's all over the place. I, I think everyone's who, watched I, it. Yeah, I haven't met anybody that really hasn't watched it, uh, but I, I would recommend it. Uh, I know that it might not be everyone's cup of tea because death games are really odd. Yeah. Where like either you're into it or you're not. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing about this uh, show is that I didn't because I've been seeing a lot of reviews uh, where. You know, they say like, oh, it's a very gritty, very gory, very like, you know, unwatchable show if you're not into, you know, the intensity of, you know, these these death games. But I was watching it. I'm just like the, the main focus was never really on the games. The intensity was more along the decisions that happened during these games. Like it was pretty bloody. There was a scene where uh, the Indian guy uh, runs Ali. away from his boss and his boss's fingers get crushed in between the, the two rollers. Right. Mm-hmm. That was pretty bloody. But other than that, I didn't like go like, oh my god, I can't. It was yeah, more but, of the intensity of but, like, oh, but well, I don't want to watch even, this happen. I'm glad you mentioned that scene because that's actually another morality tale of you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, the fingers that the boss gets crushed are the same fingers that Ali loses. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, oh, if, that, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. if you notice, it's he, he, Ali doesn't have these two fingers. Mm-hmm. And those are the two fingers that the boss loses when it gets sucked inside the machine. So it's kind of like you reaped what you sow. Like you you did this to them. You didn't pay them. You got just desserts. Like yeah. This is exactly what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Uh, the like tug of war game. You know, only the, only choose men because men can easily win you this. And then, no, the old man proved him wrong because the team comprised of the main protagonist was an old man, two women. Like half women. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the rest of them were like just... Average normal men. Yeah, and so I'm gonna play tug is of all war. I'm doing that. I'm just like, yeah, no, yeah. honestly, I thought about that. <laughs> I kind of want to test try that it. theory. I'm I like, really okay, where can we it. get a bunch of like people that mm-hmm. come and play tug of war so we can try that out? Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I'm gonna make a mud pit. <laughs> <laughs> Are you gonna like put like, razor blades in the mud pit as well? So yeah, that was like a dead it's, oh, Yeah, because if I build it, they will come. but but did you like the series i did i i I really enjoy i of course i love this i liked Mm -hmm. the series i burned through it in like a day yeah Uh, it was such it's so intimidating though because for someone that okay i i will get into shows if they're like 30 to 40 minutes long i saw each one was like an hour long and i'm like crap there's nine episodes do i really want to sit through like nine hours of this in like a day no, well, especially I, I, with the endings that it had. No, yeah, there, there was well, there was a couple of episodes where you were just like, I have to watch, like I have to continue, 
stuff like that. But yeah, those those were really really good, uh, and everything else. I really did enjoy them. They were super awesome. Um, yeah, I I would definitely recommend this. Dope. Right, go 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 check it out. Go. I mean, it's already getting all the love in the world. If you oh, definitely, seen, if you haven't seen it, uh, was it your? If you haven't seen it, you're most likely live in South Korea. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, even South Korea, they're not even letting him watch it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's, like, you, it's too I mean, much internet, guys. If you that haven't sucks. if you haven't seen it, then that means you probably live in South Korea. That's that that fun. sucks, man. It's good because they're getting attention. Like, you know, what do you? Wh- what's the biggest capital of movie making? Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Then Bollywood is another one that's kind of like up there. Dude, yeah. Bollywood is bigger than Hollywood, man. Yeah, and they then now like, South they Korea. Make, do they, they make go, like ten times the movie, oh the amount of God. movies we do. Yeah, yeah. And, but then look at like South Korea now. Their production stuff is going up there too. Mm-hmm. South Korea, yeah. South Korea also has like some solid, solid production. They have they they have the tech. They filmed all of this in digital. Yeah, it was pretty good. It was, it was really good. Yeah. It looked it looked beautiful. It's it looks freaking really awesome. Yeah, yeah. I can't um, wait. Can't wait for more stuff to come out from. Yeah, there. I I can't wait for to see what exactly they do next and everything else. With the hype of that this got, I hope that the director again. I can't pronounce names. It's just difficult, and I don't want to be disrespectful, but I hope he does get more writing gigs. Because yeah. like little stories about it, where he's like, he pitched this story for ten years, oh yeah, and no one picked it up. Yeah, but that's why I'm saying, uh, I, that's why I think you you would like Alice in Borderlands, mm-hmm. because Alice in Borderlands is it's essentially the same thing, but it's an actual movie. But it's in it's uh, produced in Japan. It is produced in Japan. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. It's been recommended on uh, Netflix, so I'll probably give it a yeah, watch. Yeah, because literally after you finish, yeah, Squid like, Games, mm-hmm. it literally goes. If you liked this, you'll like. Alice in Borderlands. Once I finish Brooklyn Nine Nine, I'll get into it. Yes, yes. <laughs> finish. Was the series finale for Brooklyn Nine Nine good? Oh no, no, I'm not ready. Oh, dude, you're gonna you're gonna cry. You're gonna cry so so much. I the more I watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, the more I realize I'm just totally like Jake Peralta with his old action movie love and stuff like that. Right. Die Hard is his favorite movie, which I know is yeah. yours. But like when he mentions his. <laughs> Was it the episode where he's locked in with Kevin? Uh, and he starts going with, with the old the, Nick the, the Cage, Cage movies. movies? <laughs> oh my god, dude, I love it. Maybe. And he starts recommending all these different movies until the end. He doesn't mention the Oscar one. Yeah, he's the like, one that oh. won him the Oscar. Uh-huh. He's like, oh wait, there was one. There was a, there was a period piece. He's like, I told you, the guy's got range. <laughs> <laughs> that that conversation is what remind I remind. Okay, it reminded me of a conversation I had with Andy because I finally showed her uh, National Treasure. Is like it because a co- you're a robot. Is huh? that why? Because I'm a robot. Yeah, it's because you're a robot. No, I freaking love Nick Cage. Yeah, no, you're just an anger robot. That's it. How am I a robot? I love Nick Cage. Why would that make me a robot? No, I wasn't talking about that. Anyway, keep going. what are you? T- <laughs> keep going. What are you? What were you? What were you talking about? Because because I, I finally showed Andy uh, National Treasure a couple months ago. Right. And she's like, "That's oh, because Nick Cage is so weird." Because he's like, I, I think he knows her for like Ghost Rider. Uh, what other movies was he in that he might have known her on? Let, let uh, her. Wicker Man. I think no, so. Has she seen Wicker Man? No, she hasn't. Oh, she's seen clips of it though. I mean, that's a. She's not super own. familiar with the him. bees. What isn't he in Face the Off? Rock? Face Off too. Face right? Off. Yeah. yeah. What about The Rock? Dwayne. No, The Rock. The Rock. The movie The, the Rock. Movie, oh, I didn't forget about that. Sean, Sean Connery. Connery. No, she doesn't. That no, you really she that's know that? that's like deep cuts. Like yeah. Action How movie. is that deep cuts? No, it's a '90s action. Film. Yeah, but not the average person. Would yeah. Watch The Rock. I've so when seen, I told her, anyways, the in conversation. The comments, you tell me who's seen The Rock? Because that, <laughs> well, that movie is sick. That movie is awesome. Yeah, I've in told. The, I know what he's talking about. In the movie, you go. You show me the the Rock some love. Show put rocks in the in the comments. The movie, not the actor. Like I just did. Oh. Anyway, so long story short, because I know we got other topics to discuss. Put a Dwayne. I was telling Andy, I'm like, <laughs> I was telling Andy, I'm like, yeah, Nick Cage has range. It's just that you know people don't really know that he does. Like 
he's really good? He's like, no, he's just weird. So that entire conversation, I, I realized yeah. it. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm Jake Peralta, basically. Yeah, but Nick, Nick Cage does have rage. He does. So good. He's now, a great actor. Have you seen the movie that he's in? It was like the 80s called The Vampire's Kiss. Yes. No, but I've heard of it. Oh man, such dude, a good, it's such. There's, a, there's so many Nick Cage. Dude, I actually, there's a lot of. There's a that's lot of like times prime I, Cage acting. It, it's so anything. funny because there's a lot of times in the 80s, in like 80s and like mm-hmm. mid 90s, when you just start watching a movie and go, Nick Cage is in this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I what didn't know what he was is he doing? This. I didn't know, know he was in this. My favorite Nick Cage movie is Con Air. I like Con, Con Air because that, that terrible Southern that, accent. It's that jacked up Nick Cage with the long hair. <laughs> it's just Look, so great. I'm gonna tell you right now, National <laughs> Treasure is like, even though it's like, no, nah, dude. I know there's better films, but like that movie still, like Bro, with Nick Cage. Come, that was my first introduction to Nick Cage as a kid. Face Off. Face Off for you? Yeah, Face Off was face like meme though, yeah. dude. Nothing is better than a Nick Cage. Doing a uh, what's it called? John Travolta, John Travolta impersonation <laughs> and John Travolta, Travolta doing a like Nick, Nick Cage, Cage impersonation. It's, it's <laughs> ham acting versus on ham, ham acting. It's so great because yeah. if you if you actually watch the behind the scenes, mm-hmm. Nick Cage even said he goes, "I tried to ham it up even more because I knew <laughs> that John that John was gonna have to copy whatever I did." Yeah. <laughs> so he was like so yes. it was so great when you see how Nick Cage acts in the beginning of the movie and then in when John Travolta's acting like him when he's dis- disarming the bomb takes off his jacket and he's all like <laughs> like that and I'm just, we should just have a Nick Cage night oh, yes. yes yes absolutely all right. yeah Nick, Nick Cage is amazing I love him Nick uh, what I want you to pick the next topic what do we what do we what do we got to discuss what are we going to talk about what do we talk about you, you, um, you choose Okay. You're in the you're in the chair, right? You're in the. I am chair. in the chair. That's why you don't tell me what to do. You don't tell me what to do. I'm, I'm gonna pick it. Not because you told me, because I wanted to. Because I want to. That's why. Um, James Bond. Okay, convince wanna, us. Convince all right. Us. So here's the thing, guys. So I'm a professional. So when a new movie comes out, I went to go see it. Uh, these guys didn't. Uh, and it's James so, Bond. It's no time to die. How did you not go see a new James Bond movie? Because I usually wait like about a week. Why? I don't know. It's just not. It's it's a movie. Like it's a great movie, but it's not like something like if it gets spoiled for me, I'm gonna be like, okay, but how was it filmed? All right. So letting you know, I'm gonna try and convince them that No Time to Die was awesome. Okay. Let me just start off by saying, not that I don't care about James Bond films. Don't it's preference. Just, don't try to fix what you said. I'm not. I'm literally restating what I said. It's because yeah, you're interrupting me. Exactly. I'm just saying that I have no. You know, I no ill intention to say that James Bond movies are bad. I just don't feel like I need to watch them week of release. All right, fine. F- favorite James Bond movie? What is it? Casino Royale. Ooh, I was gonna say Quantum Solace, but then I was thinking about it again. Did you just say Quantum of Solace? No, it's not. <laughs> Did you? I, you upset Renee so much? He, he almost said the. No, he almost said the F word. You know almost because he, he almost said the F word. I, I literally heard him go, "What the?" Fuck? <laughs> I was like, what? No, I'm replaying these movies. Yeah, Casino Royale. Casino no. Royale's my favorite. If anything. wait, hold on, isn't that the movie? Craig, isn't that uh, dude? Craig movies are like Star Trek movies. All mm-hmm. the all the odd ones are good. <laughs> yeah, Star so Trek Casino, movies. Cause, cause, oh, because one. Time. <laughs> <laughs> He's not realizing. Oh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. No, because Quantum because uh, Quantum Solace was kind of like I see. I had to go. <laughs> um, Quantum Solace was like really awkward. It felt like uh, it was a weird. Story, but, but you know Casino what? Royale. I love Casino Royale because it made a poker game intense. Yeah, it was like the first time watching it's a poker game. It's because Quantum of Solace is about water. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally about. But a I guy also I also enjoyed Spectre. It wasn't like I know a lot of people hated that. And I'm like, dude, it wasn't that, that bad. Dude, that movie's boring. Uh, not only that, but also me, sorry. Damn, that was I know that was guttural. That was, that was, but I feel like that was, okay, that was earthy. So let me. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that I don't really like talking about James Bond movies because I feel like if you say something wrong, it's a crime. And people will go after mm. you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, I can't say I enjoyed Spectre because people are going to be like, well, why the heck did you enjoy it? No, I just thought it was filmed, no, like, no, beautifully. There, it was filmed good. There, there's two filmed sides, well, there's two sides of, the, of the James Bond community. Uh, the aggressive, uh, yeah, of the, cut your like, throat uh, kind of community. Yeah, like, these aggressive, like, James Bond wouldn't have done this. And then also, like, those people that are just like, yeah, it's a dope James Bond movie. Like, I really like how they, like, use Ian Fleming's, like, work and everything like that. So, you know, like, yeah. I mean, the same thing with Star Wars fans or anything mm-hmm. else. I mean, there's there's two parallels of just, like, the total, you know, psychopath and the, like, I like I just like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I enjoyed Spectre. Spectre's cool. I, I think Casino Royale I haven't seen it in a while. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. My favorite is still Goldeneye. <laughs> Goldeneye. Yeah. I love Goldeneye. Goldeneye is good. Like Golden, Goldeneye. Goldeneye was uh, Brosnan. Was, it's Brosnan's first one. Mm. Who Sean Connery was older than that, right? Way Sean older. Connery Sean is the first, first one. one. Way older. You got to remind me. This is I'm not super familiar with James Bond movies. Sean, it's uh, he was in. Oh man, he's been. Uh, how many Bonds have there been? There's uh, four, 40, right? No, there's. I think there's no. What actors? No, there's way more. Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah you have Con- which because you have Connery, Lazenby. Uh, what was it? Dalton. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my God, what's his name? Come on, James Bond nerd. I know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to get. Oh, it, it was the guy. Name. Oh man, what's his name? Um, he did like two movies oh, before Bond. Uh, Roger Roger Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on, hang on. Roger Moore did it for a while, and then it was Brosnan. And no, is there somebody I'm missing? Yeah, the, uh, Timothy Dalton. Did I you already said that? Dalton. Oh, you said Dalton. Yeah, I said okay. Dalton. Uh, it was Brosnan and then Craig. I think there's been like six. There's like five or six. Mm-hmm. I was close. I said four. Yeah, there's like five or six of them. So, okay, so but so Sean Connery has been in one, two, three, four. Sean five, Connery six, was the one that acted seven the longest. Seven James now. Bond films. No, it was Roger Moore. Roger Moore is, has the longest ten tenure because mm-hmm. I think he has like almost ten. He has a. Sh- but you said there's forty something James Bond movies. Yeah, it's like. Bond 40, 50 something now. Okay, so, so let me like, ask this. Because I have the list, so I can actually count them right here. So yeah, count, count them real quick. Like, I think there's like 50 movies, isn't there? So before we jump into this, spoiler alert for those that have not seen this movie. No Time to Die. You don't yeah. even know the name of the movie. I don't. Again, <laughs> I'm just not that interested into it. I should be. It was a good movie. But It was, it was a solid, solid James Bond movie. Um, what was How's it? How's the car? How's the Aston Martin? Uh, it's good. They get rid of it halfway through. No, twenty six films. There's twenty six cool. Bond. Twenty six. Twenty six James Bond films. Yeah, so you said forty. Uh, no, it, I, said I, no. I'm 40. thinking. I'm thinking of the year. I'm thinking because Bond's been around for. Well, yeah, it's been. Years. A, yeah, John, it's been. It's been, been. It's been around for almost fifty years. Yeah. I'm thinking of the year. And then like some of these, you know, like you don't have. You have like all these actors. They didn't put out a bomb like every year too. That's no. They were like yeah. every four to five years. Mm-hmm. Daniel Craig has had how many? Four. No wait. Five. Five. five Casino yes. Royale, Quantum Solace, Spectre, Spectre No Time to Die, and Skyfall. Skyfall, thank you. I was, Skyfall, I forgot Skyfall was one of them. Yeah, Skyfall is pretty dope too. I like Skyfall. Skyfall is really good. I think Skyfall was. Oh, wow. So there has been, to get all together, six different Bond actors. Who was I missing? 
Uh, so there are Daniel Craig, Sean Connery, Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, Timothy Bro- Dalton. Did I not say Brosnan? You said Bro- You said Pierce Brosnan, and then George Lazenby. La- Lazenby and yeah, it's Lazenby. It. So mm-hmm. I did say them all. You said them all. Okay, cool. You're just thinking that. I mean, I, mean, I think you're just thinking. I don't think there I was, was more movies than. Yeah, I, I don't think I was. I, I wasn't counting on my on my fingers. So mm-hmm. Spoiler alert for No Time to Die. Was this a send off for Daniel Craig? Yes, it was. And they actually do they touch fact on the uh, on the fact that Bond is not an, a person but an agent number. Uh, like, does no. it hardcore say that? Because that's one of the no. biggest aspects of these movies no, is that no. they like that's one of the reasons why they keep changing. They, they mentioned Bond. no, that's not a huge thing. They never isn't it? That. I thought people would. I thought that no, was like a it's huge. Never, it's never been a thing. So then, how it's does this never been a thing story continue? So essentially, because so the Craig era is its own timeline. Mm-hmm. It's its own. It's its own different timeline, separated from Brosnan, separated from Lazenby, separated from everybody. Because okay. Lazen, because. Because you have like John, George Lazenby. George Lazenby was only in one Bond film. That yeah. was Her Majesty's Secret Service. And the, okay. only, and the only reason being is because George Lazenby was like a model that then became James Bond. And then he was going to be like really big. And then he became like an alcoholic. And he was like really into coke. And they were just like, yeah, we don't need that. So then they threw him aside and that's when they got Dalton. Um, and then Dalton went on for like, I think it was like four or five movies after that. And then Roger Moore came on. So you have all of these different movies and it's supposed to be a solid timeline because what happens in Lazenby's movie, because inside of Her Majesty's Secret Service, Bond actually gets married. And then Blofeld kills, which and then Spectre kills uh, his wife. And then Roger Moore then kills Blofeld later. Like there, there's like an entire thing of him going after him because he killed Bond's wife mm-hmm. and everything else. And, and Roger Moore even like goes to go visit her, her, uh, her grave and everything else. So it's a solid continuous timeline that keeps on going it really does end at the brosnan era going into like the early the late 1990s early 2000s mm-hmm. and then that's when you kind of get these like isolated and like in, especially since like the brosnan era is more when they start going away from eon fleming's like work because they start kind of mishmashing at that point where they'll like get like a little bit of this one then they'll get like a little bit of this mo- of this book and then they'll put them together mm-hmm. and then they'll be like cool we have you know Goldeneye. This, yeah. We have like Dying of the Day. We have all these other ones. And because Brosnan is more of like a comedic era in Bond, whereas like Craig is like that more like gritty. Yeah. Well, you could tell in the eras of like movie going in the 90s, there was just rant, you know, most movies weren't, most action movies weren't taken seriously. So, you know, yeah, they were yeah. James Bond is no goofy. exception. Yeah, yeah they were, it, it went a lot goofier. Mm-hmm. Where they tried to go for that comedic factor, mm-hmm. and that's also why like Bond for like a while just had like a lot of like really like weird gadgets mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But like they were still solid movies. Mm-hmm. All right, that's enough to convince me. I need to go watch No Time Today. But um, I still need to watch Spectre. I actually, have you have seen never seen Spectre. Spectre? Yeah. Get mad at him. <laughs> yeah, he's good. <laughs> 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 I couldn't even keep a straight face. No, but um, what was it? This movie really does a good job of closing out the bon- the Craig era. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? It, it does okay. a really good job of closing out the Craig era, because um, Craig is essentially like its own timeline, like I was saying earlier. So, because Craig is very much an origin story, which is Casino Royale, mm-hmm. and then goes into like what Craig's been going through, and it's a solid timeline because they mm-hmm. always keep on referring back to like Casino Royale, Quantum. They keep on referring back to these different movies, mm-hmm. which a Bond movie, re- Bond movies haven't really done. 
Oh, they never reference the they, I mean, they, they do. Yeah. They reference things that have happened inside of these movies, mm-hmm. but it's always like a small reference or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not like the story, like this storyline will continue into the next one. Like the whole like Bond's mm-hmm. wife. Yes, that's a thing that continued on with Blowfield and everything else, but it wasn't necessarily like a continuation and everything else, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Mm-hmm. Of like the movie, like, because usually they would deal with the problem in the very beginning. Yeah. Then they would have like their thing and then they would go on to do whatever it is that the movie was going to do. Mm-hmm. And it was going to be whatever like mission that James Bond was on. This is like hardcore Bond is doing this. Like this is like he's going after Spectre. Mm-hmm. And Spectre is very much like the main antagonist of uh, James Bond, which is how it is in the books. Okay. And everything else. I mean, do you want me to spoil the movie for you? I mean, I mean you said it was going to be spoiler-ish. I mean, yeah. So um, essentially, what it so essentially what it is is. Do you that, care if the movie gets spoiled? Uh, I kind of. I want to say yes. How about we not really? talk about the ending? That's kind of like the best part. But um, <laughs> no, but it, but it's a solid. It, it is a solid movie though because it's all about like Bond really wrapping up everything because. Uh, Bond has to say goodbye to uh, Vesper Lynn, mm-hmm. who, if you remember, is the uh, female, which uh, is the uh, Bond girl from the first one, okay. from Casino Royale, where yeah, it's yeah. very much like he has to, uh, he has to trust again mm-hmm. because he loved her. That was his first love, and then, um, you know, she ends up being betraying him to Mr. White, and yeah. Very, and then you know you end up finding out that she was using Bond, and then she fell in love with Bond, and then. And, you know, she killed herself because she had known she betrayed him and stuff like that. And it, it really does talk call back to that. Uh, the new Bond girl that's in this one is Madeline Swan. Um, she was from Spectre. She's the Bond girl that was in there. The really cool thing about this one is that because Bond has been gone for so long, they assumed he was dead. Like, kind of like how all the Craig... And so what they did is they actually then came up with a brand new 00, mm-hmm. who's another 007. So they end up. So they basically say yes. The 007 is a number. It's something that can be given away, and everything like that. So there are. So in this movie, there are two 007s, mm-hmm. and it's so interesting on how exactly they can use those two double. Because it's very, it's very weird on how exactly they. A lot of movie studios they always go, oh yeah, in order to make a female protagonist really interesting, she's just good at everything. Mm-hmm. Like immediately, she's just good at everything. This one does it a lot where she messes up. She has like these like instances where, like she'll mess up or Bond mm-hmm. will like trip her up mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like she act, she literally like wily coyotes into a wall because Bond shoots like a cable that she's like riding on, mm-hmm. and she wily coyotes into it, and it's hilarious. Oh, wow. And it, they're very much playing like uh, past the football because they're trying to get like this chemical scientist into like a car and stuff like that. It's it's a whole bunch of stuff. But it's really good, and Robbie Malik does a really good job. He's very weird, and he he, he does his Robbie Malik thing. Rami, and, isn't it Rami? Rami. Rami. It's Robbie. It's Robbie. Rami. It's Rami Malik. Rami. Rami. There you go. It's Rami Malik. Yeah, because he was in the last one too, right? No. No. Or is no, this the first the, time he was the, in? Here? Yeah, this is the first time he's he's inside of this one. He's a good actor. Robbie Malik. Robbie Malik is really good. He because this one is all about which I I was kind of wondering on how exactly it would work inside of a COVID era. Uh huh world of he has a nanobot virus that if you touch somebody you can kill them okay hmm. so it's like dna based where there's where there's nanobots inside of it so if it it will, it will attack a specific dna but that means that you can also like destroy an entire bloodline uh, okay because they all share the same dna so if they were to also touch that body it will then travel through those people 
and kill like an entire bloodline. But they were saying like, oh yeah, like you can tweak this. You can tweak this. this he played the virus. main villain in this one, right? Yeah, he plays the main villain in this one, yeah. and he does. And it's really interesting because Blofeld does come back, and so does Spectre, and it, it's a it's a twist. There, there's a twist there. Uh, what was it like? Robbie Malik is able to just like annihilate Spectre in like two seconds. So it's correct me if I'm wrong, but it's kind of good to to hear that you you enjoyed this movie. Yeah, it was because fun. from what I remember. It's also, two, he, it's also two hours and 45 minutes. That's fine. I, I, I can sit through. Yeah, I, I mean, that. no, that's it, fine. The, the only reason I, I, I was thinking that is because at a certain point, because mind you, I was watching it at like midnight. Uh-huh. I was watching it like at 9.30. I ended up going to the IMAX over in uh, Century City. And at a certain point... Is this an IMAX movie? It is an IMAX movie. It's very much an IMAX movie. This is a movie that you need to watch it at IMAX. Because like the whole, like the, the entire image and everything like that and... It's it's really sick. It is really sick. So, to the point I was trying to make, it's good. To, it's awesome actually to hear this because I remember uh, there were a lot of people that haven't spoke well about a James Bond movie because the way I feel that most people rank these James Bond movies, the the Craig era, Casino Royale, and then I feel like people enjoyed Skyfall. Skyfall. It's usually either Casino Royale, Skyfall, Skyfall, but they usually interchange them. Skyfall, I remember watching, and it was, I love it was pretty good. It was, good. Yeah. It was, it was great. Um, and then no one really talks about Spectre as much, even though I enjoyed it. I remember... Everybody put Spectre at the bottom. I remember when... Lower the, than Quantum Solace? Yeah, because Quantum Solace is, like, tolerable. And Spectre really? wasn't? Dude, Spectre... Well, Spectre's kind of rough. I remember when Spectre came out, and because I was really hyped for it. The trailer hyped it up because we had... What's his name? Um, from... Inglorious Bastards. Uh, Christoph Waltz. Yeah, Christoph Waltz as the villain. Blof- he's uh-huh. Blofeld. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, we'll see we'll see him as a Bond villain, which is really interesting. And I remember when people saw it, because I didn't see it right away, because, again, I'm not a huge Bond fan, but I remember when people saw it, they were telling me it sucked. They were like, it's terrible. It's yeah, terrible. but Bond, was, Bond fans are It was are such very a critical. letdown. No, yeah. but the, 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 the thing that was, like, really trippy about uh, Blofeld was because what they... <laughs> Because my brother got really mad about it. Because my brother is a huge James Bond fan, mm-hmm. so like any of my James Bond knowledge is all from him. Mm-hmm. But essentially, what happened is that he was like the dumbest thing they could have done is Inspector. They used the same thing that Goldmember did in Austin Powers mm-hmm. of like the bad guy has been your brother the whole time, mm. and they literally just went, "Oh yeah, Blofeld is your is James Bond's adopted brother." Uh, and he's upset because James Bond was better at everything, and like now he's trying to prove that he's better than Bond. Is that uh, actually the thing? That's pretty much. That's the. That's kind of like the See, thing. It's 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 almost like it's, it's super. It's, a, it's dumb. It's a, it's a cop out. You know, it's like that's like lazy writing. But at that way. point, how much more can you do when pretty much anything that's interesting has already been taken? But the thing is well, that. The, but but that yeah. movie went through so many. Like rewrites, mm-hmm. and it went no through, time like, to die, so, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Spectre. Spectre. Spectre went through so many rewrites, and it went through reshoots, and it went through like all these other things because originally it wasn't supposed okay, to be. Okay, now I remember because Spectre is the movie where Bond is tied up in a white room, right? They have him tied up in a white room, and they're about to inject something in him. Yes. That's towards the end, and it yes. was in a field of like satellites or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like a desert, it's like in a desert of satellites. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't think it was, but again, I'm not like a hardcore Bond fan. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Even when you said that, I was like, "White room? 
when was that? And I, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, that's Spectre. Yeah, that's yeah. Again, which studio I mean. puts out Bond films? What is it? Um, which studio? Studio is MGM, but is it now, M- it, now oh, okay. it's MGM, which is now uh, Amazon. Oh. Well, Amazon is buying them. They're finishing yeah, I was gonna the say, contract. Does Amazon yeah. have all those movies up on there? They oh, should. No, they Amazon, should. Uh, Amazon, yeah, they I do think, already, does. Yeah. yeah, Amazon already owns. They were on Hulu for a little bit, but now yeah. I know they're on Amazon. I, I, with the way that Nick talks about this movie, like I, I definitely have to see it in IMAX at this point. No, yeah, you. I would definitely watch it in IMAX. This movie is... I, I think any action film, uh, 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 any really good action film, you should watch an IMAX just because of like. <laughs> when you said that, I was like, okay, so Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible is going to be one of those movies that we have to watch in IMAX? Yes. How have you not watched an, a Mission Impossible movie in IMAX? No, I didn't say that you shouldn't. I'm just saying. You, dude, don't even, get, watched, don't even get me started. I tried I watched, to convince someone today dude. to watch all of Tom, all of the Mission Impossible movies. I tried today because. Who, Renee? No. What? One of my coworkers. Oh, yeah, but. They're they're soft, so <laughs> like don't 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 blame. Them. I just can't believe that most people forget that Tom Cruise is crazy, that he does his own stunts. Oh, oh yeah, dude, well, he got I hypothermia mean, for the last one. He broke his foot too. Yeah, he, bro- he broke his foot. He got hypothermia for like either the last one or the one before that because mm-hmm. he was like, oh yeah, like they're like, oh yeah, we're gonna. We're gonna have a stunt double, and he's gonna, you know, par- he's gonna be hanging outside of a plane, and he's like, "What stunt double? I'm so, gonna do it." <laughs> so there, there are many things I love and hate about Tom Cruise, but the one things I love is how he's so involved in he's in all of his mission. He's our generation, Jackie Chan. So if you notice, no. in every, <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you yeah. why. Go on. And if you notice in every single Mission Impossible movie that he has ever been in, and will be in, there's always a running scene. Yeah, there is. There, Always a running, and that scene. guy never gets tired. He never gets tired, and it's something about like him and his form. He's a live running. action Terminator. He loves, I, it's something about he loves the way he runs. Yeah, because he, you could tell that when he's running in every single Mission Impossible movie, there's like a there's there's a stance he does. His back straight. He goes like this. His legs are going up and high and stuff like Ghost that. Ghost Protocol, where he's running. That's Bro, Ghost Protocol, I'm right? I'm when a, he's running. No, on the that roof. in Mission Impossible Three, when he's trying to chase. He also does it in oh, one yeah. and two. One well. and two, yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie, I watched it when I was a kid, and I. <laughs> Was like that's how you're supposed to run. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I've done that ever since. Yeah. Like that's how I run. So like <laughs> just hands yeah. like that. And just, <laughs> your back has to be straight. Dude, your back has to be straight. You're just dun, 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 dun. Like, <laughs> dude. Tom Cruise just like chased a car. What like obviously that's how you're supposed to run. Because because they really they really do they go all out in the last movie when Simon Pegg's character is like on your left. He's all okay. <laughs> he's just Was that that's Fallout? Yeah. Yeah. When he's chasing Henry Cavale's character. Oh, that's right. It's in Fallout. Yeah. That's right. Okay. I was yeah. like, Ghost and Protocol. Then, Ghost Protocol is the plane, right? Ghost Protocol, he's running. No, he's running in the desert storm. Yeah, he's trying to outrun the storm. Oh, <laughs> yeah. storm. Oh, that runs that <laughs> yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine episode where he's like, I only like <laughs> I only like the word impossible when it's followed up by Mission. Ghost and Protocol. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I got that time. It's like, oh, so now it's basically if you watch a Mission Impossible movie, you just basically watch for whatever scene Tom Cruise is doing on his own. No, I watch it for everything. But, no, no, but no, I but, no, love but that's the staple. But that's the staple in his movies. Look, your movies die hard. His is James Bond. <laughs> yeah. Mine is Mission Impossible. But the, but I'm saying that in every staple of a Mission Impossible movie, there's a scene where he's doing his own stunt, which is a crazy stunt, exactly. and then also a chasing scene. Dude, we should so just talk about a running how scene, I mean, we yeah. should make a podcast or something where we just debate what's the better franchise, Bond. Die Hard or Mission Impossible? Well, that's a milestone. That's, issue, a, that's a milestone. That's a milestone. Episode. We all yeah. one of us comes out of this room alive. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying one of them has 26. 
Just, just you know it. what? We would have to watch all those movies to even order. Yeah. yeah, that's a oh, thing. Oh, you've got homework to do, buddy. We all have homework. We have you movies. have like five movies. Okay, I have no, like six. No, but and they're I'm all saying, great. No, no, I'm excuse saying. Me, excuse me, I've already seen all of them. No, yeah, but you got to rewatch them again. No, but dude, we I, all have, have to a, watch those dude, movies. I have, a, I have a mind like a trap. I, I'm wrong. <laughs> no, I'm you've saying we all have one? to. No, I'm saying we all, all have to. All watch, of us. All of us have to watch. If we're able to debate those, we have to watch the other franchises. Present the evidence. Exactly. The reason. The reason why. <laughs> die hard, come on! You <laughs> die hard off a building. Just <laughs> tie a hose into your waist I, and jump. It's, it's really, it's really hard for me to make fun of John McClane. It's really hard because <laughs> uh, I, I was about to make a joke about John McClane, and I'm like, yeah, he's, but he's dope. He's dope. He's dope. He's basically a Terminator. Yeah, <laughs> he's the getting... only guy that tried to get help in his action. We're not going to debate this right now. Anyway, we're not debating this. Besides the point, Bond so... will win no matter what. <laughs> anyway, and that's the, and that's and, that, and that's all we'll say about it. Mm, so. With his gadgets, that's why. <laughs> You're just jealous because he doesn't get a car. Uh, no, but Tom Cruise gets a motorcycle. <laughs> the ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. Now I have yeah, but did your gun. character get an iconic death pose in Call of Duty? No. Who? The assassination thing that he does in Call of Duty. Though. Oh. The, 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 rabbit, the, the what is it, the handgun um, that the he handgun, grabs in the back? Listen, with the I'm, Christmas not a, I'm not a master of comedy. But I'm gonna let you know right now. When you have to explain the joke, it's not funny. <laughs> I'm not. It wasn't a joke. It was a point that Renee was. You know what? Never mind. God. <laughs> I said that to a customer. Uh, you had to explain the joke. No, no, because no, he was like, because I was eating McDonald's, and he said something about like, oh yeah, you're uh, you're you know, can you share some McDonald's, you know, and stuff. And it's like a little teenage kid with coming. I guess they're coming from out of school right here. And then he's like, huh, I'm just joking. And then like none of his friends are laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm like, it has to be funny to be a joke. <laughs> he's like why'd you I'm say like, that to a kid because you didn't even make nick laugh <laughs> i like it <laughs> overall i think you've convinced you convinced me at least to watch this bond movie go, go check out the ending i'll tell you what the ending is after if you want me to tell you no i, I think i'll I'm ask you i might ask you after but okay if anything with if if this question spoils the ending because i'm just asking does it set up for another bond the ending of this movie, there's an after credit scene, but it's only a title card. Oh, okay. And it literally Bond just says... Bond will return in the next one. Absolutely. It says okay. Bond will return. Oh, okay. I was joking, but okay. No, that's literally what it says. It says Bond will return. But the thing is, is that it's... But that. it's not... Mm-hmm. But the thing is that it's not going to be Craig. And they made sure yeah. that it can't be yeah. Craig. Because the way they ended this one. The way they end this one makes so sure that So what do you think Craig, is the next Bond? I don't know. I think... I, honestly, you know who I think would be a really good Bond... I was asking. I was even asking my brother about it, and it's um, uh, what was it? It's the, Chris Pratt. Just kidding. God. No, 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 no. Um, internet. No, not that. Just the <laughs> internet will expose us. You know who would do a really good one? Um, uh, Aaron Edgerton. Oh Ooh. yeah. What has he done? Kingsman. Mm-hmm. Literal. The main character in Kingsman. Eggsy. Are yeah. you serious? His? Yes. Yeah. As Bond? What's, what's the, wrong? He's yeah, what's wrong with he's literally Kingsman. British. He's British and he can pull off I that swap. I can't see him that way, though. They literally make fun of spy films in they that They do, movie. but that's why. Like, I can't see him as no, that. No, no, no. But the thing is that he has that he has that snarkiness. And the reason why I, I like that is because- As a young Bond? I want to see him as a young Bond. I want to see a young Bond. Because we've, already, cause we've, already, done, yeah. we've already done a okay. middle-aged Bond. Okay. We've done an older Bond. Mm-hmm. Because like once you start getting into, uh, what was it like- 
more Bond, mm-hmm. it's so hilarious because I my brother tried to my brother tried to re, was rewatching these the movies, and at a certain point, Moore is like in his sixties mm-hmm. in these movies, and I'm like, dude, you got to get like, what is this old man mm-hmm. doing on the side of the bus, man? Get this man on that AARP card, mm-hmm. like, what the heck, dude? Like, it it looks weird when a sixty year old man is trying to hit on a twenty year old woman. It looks awkward. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that Craig was didn't wasn't it Craig that said that he doesn't want to play Bond anymore because there's certain things that he just felt like weren't age appropriate for him. It's not. Yeah, the, it's that. I don't know if it was I'll, Craig or for someone else. The the biggest thing about Bond movies, the reason why a lot of the actors stop doing them, is because they're so exhausting. Because you have to keep a specific figure. You it, it also ties up your contracts mm-hmm. as well. Like you, if if they're shooting a Bond movie, it's like you're only shooting a Bond movie. However long this Bond, unless we take, unless we wrap early or mm-hmm. something like that, you cannot take another project. Mm-hmm. You can't like, oh yeah, like well, I'm gonna go leave. No, you're Bond. Because you have to keep you an aesthetic. Have, you mm-hmm. have to be here. Not only that, but also you have you even have a wardrobe contract. Yeah, and a contract with Aston Martin, which I would not complain about. No, but okay. So the wardrobe contract says that you cannot wear a tuxedo in any other movie. Dope. Unless it's a Bond movie, you can't wear it. That's why in a couple of movies where Brosnan, because Brosnan was doing Uh, a couple of movies, he was doing comedy. Yeah, he was doing a couple comedy movies, and he was still and he was still Bond at the time. Yeah, he is. He's wearing a tuxedo, but if you notice, he doesn't have a tie on. His his tuxedo tie is open. And it's the reason Wait. being is because that was a loophole. He Wait. can wear a tuxedo, but it's not completed. I just made me think. So Wait. he's not Bond. Go ahead, go ahead. I'm I'm just doing my I... and everything else. So it's it's so interesting. So it really ties you up and it like contractually and everything like that. But also they're exhausting. You have to stay a certain fit. You but have you to get stay an Aston Martin. Fit. You can choose any Aston Martin D- you want. I mean that's fine. <laughs> I mean yeah. <laughs> like Brian's like, but you get this. <laughs> but you get an Aston Martin. <laughs> yeah, but you also have like I mean it's the same thing as like Tobey Maguire when he quit when he stopped being Spider Man like he. Like he had like four fractured ribs. Mm-hmm. He had a dislocated spine. Like this man was beaten to hell. But just he to be Spider Man. And he was Spider Man. <laughs> he was Spooder Man. He was Spider Man. Did he get to keep the? Oh no, because he didn't have the web shooters. He didn't have web organic. shooters. He had. He, they were it was organic. all organic. There was, yeah. there was, there was little Did he keep the suit. I wonder if he kept the suit. Oh, he, probably yeah, kept the just, mask. Okay. he probably kept the mask. I was just doing research. I was like, oh, wait, when did you do Miss Doubtfire? And then when did GoldenEye come out? Okay, Miss Doubtfire was like years before GoldenEye. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah that's way before. Okay. That's I was like, because like, he was young. I remember he was young. In it's Mr. like 94? Yeah, Miss Doubtfire came out in 93. GoldenEye yeah, came out in 95. 95. Yeah. Are we done with the Bond stuff? But he was doing, but in between, he did like Mars Attacks. And then he, he was did, in Mars Attacks. Yes, that's right. that's right. He did Dante's Peak. <gasps> yeah, he the volcano a, movie. Yes, yes. that's. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What? He did that?" And then he did. Dude, I watched Dante's Peak in sixth grade. That movie changed my life. And in then '97 did Tomorrow Never Dies. That was the first movie I saw a bone protruding out. Is that why you don't hike? No, it's why I don't like seeing bones protruding out. Oh, wow. You know, but you know what's funny? Is oh, that I don't between, like thinking about that. It's probably weird that you work in the medical field. Uh, <laughs> I did, that's why I don't. I want out. So, <laughs> dude, I can't do needles, man. So <laughs> it's funny in between his Bond movies, though. He didn't do other than Mars Attacks and Dante's Peak. After that, there wasn't big films he did in between because I'm no, looking at him. Because you're, he, con, cause you're, you're yeah, contracted. He's contracted, so he's not doing big if movies. You look at, the if you look at uh, Craig, he does the same thing. Mm-hmm. The biggest movie he really did was probably Knives, Knives out. out. That was it. That you was know, he did Knives Out. He tried to do the Golden Compass. 
You that didn't take it. That didn't take anywhere. That's the thing. Well, Have that, you guys that seen that Knives Out? That didn't help anybody. Yeah. yeah. Why? Is it that good? Is that you never like, seen Knives Out? You never no. seen Knives Out? Dude, that's super Knives Out's really good. good. It's Who's good it directed by again? Oh, I think we know why you don't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ryan Johnson. No, that's not why I wanted oh. to watch it. I just wanted no, to see because no, no, you guys bag on. Why would I watch it? Because you don't like Last Jedi. No, I love the Last Jedi. Wait, you like the Last Jedi? Oh boy. Are we about to fight? Are we about to like go to blows right now? For no reason, let's go take my shirt off. butt naked. Butt naked. You're not down. Pre sixty nine episode. Don't you, <laughs> don't you make? Don't you? Which are, don't don't you try to pave with cash? With cash you can't pay, fucking pay with. You couldn't even. I had a I had a thing and then like it lost me halfway through and I was like I'm gonna I I don't know. You know what lost me? What if? I'll be right back. Oh <laughs> You're just going to say that. Are you just, just going to say what if and then walk away? I just take yeah, a leak right now? Use the restroom. I was going to do that. Damn it. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Do we all have to pee? Yeah. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers. It's, it's okay. That restroom fits so, too. Oh, okay. So the other movie that James, I mean James, but Daniel Craig did really quick because I'm, that made me curious about Daniel Craig's filmography during the, during the James Bond films. So the only big ones he's done in between. He does some voice work. He just he did a lot of voice work. He did uh, so he did Golden Compass. He did The Invasion, mm-hmm. and then uh, that was after Casino Royale. And then he mm-hmm. did How to Lose Friends and Alternate People, but he was an uncredited role. Yes. Then he did uh, Quantum of Solace, and after right. Quantum of Solace, he did a movie called Defiance, which I do remember that took off a little bit, but not right. too bad. Yeah. Then he did uh, Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He, he did, did a movie called Dreamhouse. He did a voice for Adventures of Tintin. Yes. Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. He was the main character. He, he was, was the, he was one of the main characters yeah. in Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That's then, right. Then he did Skyfall, but then after Skyfall he did Spectre. And then after Spectre there was Logan. Was that, Lucky. Was that legitimately his next movie? Was Spectre? So yeah, he it did, was Skyfall, then was, Spectre. He did he then he did uh, James Bond in a video game called World of Espionage. Yes. And then after that it was uh The Force Awakens, he played a uh, an uncredited and, and stormtrooper. Trooper. He's the he's the one that uh, releases Ray from her uh, from her handcuffs. Yes, he did Logan Luck Logan Lucky, which I hear that did actually well. Lu- Logan Lucky's really good. <laughs> he did really a movie good. called Kings, then he did Knives Out, uh-huh. and now he did Time to Die, and now he's doing Knives Out two. He's doing Knives Out two and three. Yeah, and then Knives Out three. Yeah. So. But yeah, you what if we just move this conversation along? Well, no, because that got me interesting. How uh, you were gone, and then you said, "What if?" So we went, "Okay, let's vamp." <laughs> and so we started talking about about his filmography. You were supposed to come back and say, "So what go if?" Go use the restroom. You're angry. No, you need to go. No, I mean, in it, the corner. It, I want to. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to pinch it so that way I can hold my rage. <laughs> I'm just the urge to urinate fuels my anger. It fuels my anger. It makes me. It makes me more upset. That's my. That's my secret cap. I just I'm hold my piss. I just, I just, I just, I just pinch it off. I always. I always have to piss. <laughs> Got a little uh, like a clothes line, a clothes clip down. Oh there. god. Okay, that makes me want to go. I got. <laughs> so what if? What if? What if I didn't say that? Uh, so. So what if it finally ended? Thank God. Um, what a train wreck! <laughs> like not to be mean, but like I did not like this. Why did it just? I cared more about 
15 minute things of Star Wars that I did. What if I would not go rewatch what if so I wouldn't. My issue with what if is that it tried to be something and it just didn't work out for it. Like I did not realize how sensitive these mics are. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking? Like, oh, yeah. All right. I did not realize. ASMR. Yeah. <laughs> um, I didn't care. I didn't care about what if at the end. It just, just terrible. Like, okay. It's easy way out. It's a kid's show. It's cartoons. A kid will enjoy it because it's different iterations of superheroes. Mm-hmm. You're already kind of putting the tone of the show. It's boring that you yawned. Yeah. I mean, what more is there to talk about? We can pretty much discuss why we didn't like it. Yeah, and I mean, it's just because I, 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 the story honestly, was I, I, too honestly, much. Honestly, I feel like we've already mentioned it enough times and everything like that. I don't like the fact that they just did things. Like, there was just things. <laughs> it, just, did. it existed, so I know <laughs> I don't like it. No, but it just, it, it, it okay. Plain they, and simple, it went, it. Worked. It did too much. It, no, but not only not 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 really that they. It, it was something that we had talked about when we were talking about the uh, Tony Stark episode. Was that they were they the the characters were made to fit the story mm-hmm. instead of the story being made to fit the characters. Okay, and I feel like that's a problem that a lot of these that a lot of Marvel animation does. I've I've talked about this before where, you know, DC, especially when they do like animated movies and stuff like that, a lot of the times they'll either adapt a, a cart a, an animation that's already there or if they're doing stuff like Young Justice or like Teen Titans or something like that, they'll then adapt the story around the characters that we already have mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Whereas Marvel will have a story that they want to tell and then get these characters and bend them backwards. And do everything in their power to make sure that they fit that story. They'll make them, like, things that they would never do in a hundred years, they'd make them do it because they need them to do it in order to make the story move Technically, forward. that's allowed here because these are different stories and different character. This is different. They were developed differently. Sure, but the thing is that you, you, you but you can't say that. You can't say that when they are assuming that certain people made the same decisions in certain areas. So that means that Tony Stark not being smart enough to figure figure out what Killmonger is about Killmonger or anything else. There's, there's a lot of things where they go like, Oh yeah, like they're smart enough to figure this out, but they weren't smart enough to figure this thing out where it's like, but if they figured that out when they have just figured out this thing Mm -hmm. and everything else. And it's, it's a, it's a lot of just like, you know, just believe it. Just, you know, just, automatically just accept this with accept what it is and don't question it and i don't like when stories do that that problem develops when you start to realize that what if took on more than it could chew because there's just way too like that's the thing again you you mentioned it the first time we talked about what if you can't develop animation quickly and that's why most of these episodes are 20 to 30 minutes it's complicated to do it's difficult work and it's a lot of money right right so you can't invest that much especially with something so new now, the problem with trying to squeeze in a big story in 20 minutes is that you have to start to skip certain things, right. like what you just said, right? Certain characters will make decisions that aren't usually things that they would do. Character development just goes out the door. And you're right on the whole Tony Stark thing. Like, you know, he wouldn't be as stupid as he was here and he wouldn't have realized that late that Killmonger was behind, you know, the manipulation that existed in that episode. 
when we look at the last episode, that's a clear example of what it did. It took on more than it can chew and it just rushed through the story quickly. The watcher finally decided to intervene because he started to sense that there was, you know, a problem with the multiverse and he needed to kind of like put things together. But then he started getting, you know, certain characters, even Glamour's character felt out of place because we're like, okay, what universe does she exist in? Well, that's a, that's a deleted, that's a, it's a episode that was never aired. Mm Mm-hmm. Just because I don't know, but it was—it's an episode that was cut. So yeah, again, I was really looking forward to that one too. Cause yeah, because that's because in, mm-hmm. in the commercial, because in the commercial, they show Tony on Sakar, mm-hmm. and they show all that stuff. In the trailer, so yeah. in the trailer, so there's an episode out there that was supposed to explain Gamora. Do you think it was done, or you just think that it was cut short? I think that they probably either cut it short mm-hmm. or a, maybe they're saving it for something else, but that wouldn't make any sense. That yeah, exactly. It, it doesn't make any sense. It ties, it ties in with everything at the end. That's so, the yeah. Because it was supposed to explain why Gamora was hunting down the the stones. Because she was like hunting down the stones and destroying them. Mm-hmm. So, like that. This, this, uh, this, this goes back into this, you know, okay, in the last episode, for example, the one mistake they did but again, it's explained by the watcher simply saying, oh, I already knew the outcome of this entire situation, was they bring in Killmonger. Knowing how he developed in his universe, why would you bring him in to be a guardian of the multiverse, knowing that he could have, at the end, betrayed? Not could have, he was. Or, yeah. He was, he was, he was always going to betray him. He's always going to. But he, that, I think their rationale is that, his rationale is that it's impossible to defeat this Ultron, so they have to be... St- which are, so they ha- so somebody has to keep him inside of this pocket this pocket world. dimension mm-hmm. with strange the problem that is also there is a lot of people were confused about it because if you go from the thor episode into the uh what was it the ultron episode there's a scene where at the very end the watcher's doing his like big monologue and everything mm-hmm. like that and then he's like yes we've seen this before yada 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 and then all of a sudden he goes wait what and like mm-hmm. you see Ultron walk through the portal yeah but then you have the next episode where the watcher is watching what's going on and he's seeing like how exactly the events are do- going there so is that a different watcher that's watching how why is it that he knows what's going on with this mm-hmm. cuz he's supposed to be seeing everything all at once mm-hmm. so the fact that he didn't see this coming mm-hmm. is weird is weird too not much only- to chew yeah in it's weird, much, yeah. and then it's a thing that you never brought up in I, the following yeah. thing. It sounds more like you did it as a gag. That's what I was saying. And yeah. you didn't think of like the ramifications of how exactly that works with the laws of the Watcher that mm-hmm. you've already established in the series. That he's supposed to be seeing everything and, every, everything and anything all at once. Yeah. So there's another problem with this because... You know, in Loki, for example, they were mentioning that the Infinity Stones were pretty much just like paperweights. That's nothing. You know, when it comes to like the universe and time and all this other stuff, the TVA is all powerful. They could be the ones that control everything and they're unaffected by the Infinity Stones. Yet Ultron Mm -hmm. is doing all this stuff, jumping from universe to universe and destroying planets and stuff. Pocket dimensions and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you could say it's because, you know, the TVA was disbanded. And that's why Ultron's able that's to do all thing. this other stuff. I feel like mm. the, I, that's the thing. It feels like the writers or people that were on doing What If didn't understand most of the stuff that they created and then making it like fit everything else. Fit everything in. Because the whole, when you get onto the whole, you know, Watcher thing, the Watcher is supposed to be like kind of like how uh, Dr. Manhattan is, where he, he's 
inceptive in every single time, past, present, and future. He's seeing it all at once. He's seeing it all at once. He's mm-hmm. experiencing everything all at once. Mm-hmm. That's how the Watcher is essentially. Yeah, yeah. But when they did that one Thor episode, yeah, he's like, oh yeah, well, wait, what? How did that happen? And then they're back to the episode where they start the next episode that he's seen it where it how it all started and stuff, and it's like it's going to get very difficult for writers to kind of reference back their work and. You know, I think we mentioned it in earlier podcasts. I think once the multiverse was, you know, split open in Loki, mm-hmm. we said that this is this could be very dangerous for writers yeah. because now there's a lot of source material they got to go back into. They have to make sure that thing, certain things don't, you know, overlap with other things. And yeah. it, you know, this is a good example but, of that. But the thing is that that's pretty easy though because it, easy it, to do to not overlap. No, here's here's this is what I mean though. I feel that when they made. When they made these episodes, there had to be a roadmap because they needed to get everybody to a specific spot in order to get them to the end, mm-hmm. okay, this end point. Mm-hmm. That means that they had to do the same thing that they, the same kind of roadmap that they did for all the other episodes. Mm-hmm. You can, I mean, for like the MCU and everything like that. Of this leads into this, this leads into this. This guy will be brought in over here, mm-hmm. and everything else. You can't necessarily go, oh, yeah, like, you know, they didn't do a good job just because they couldn't, because they were going to overlap each other. You knew already that we're overlapping. You knew that there was already lore that's out there. Your, <laughs> the animation, the Marvel animation has just been terrible with that, of just, like, making quality material. And I don't know why. Like, for some reason, their live-action apartment kicks but like they really know what they're doing. They know how to like help each other out. So are you saying that else. this isn't kind of like foreshadowing what could happen in? I think it's just no a, way home? I, it's a, it's an animation. It's the animation studio specifically because the, I feel like even the animation studio, like if you watch, because they have like really good cartoons and stuff like that. But whenever they make like an animated movie or anything else, those animated movies suck. Like they, they they're not good. They're, they're not like fantastic movies or anything like that. It's not the killing joke or it's not, uh, what was it like the long Halloween where you're like, Oh, this is a really oh, the long sick Halloween's movie. on HBO max. It is. It's really good. You should go check it out. I'm going to, I'm going to, is it on HBO oh, max already? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, both sh- parts. Crap. Both okay. parts. Cool. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> that's how what, that's how good the DC animation department is though. It gets us I'm excited. I'm also like, happy because I get to hear Jensen Heckles voice again. Yeah. You, you, you hear him whisper sweet nothings. Uh, but that's the thing though, is that they, they did a solid job and even that mm-hmm. they didn't, they got Jensen Ackles yes. to play Batman. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things of, is it, is it Bale or is it anything like that? Mm-hmm. That wasn't the point. No. Jensen Ackles. It's not. He's the, Dean. He's, he's Dean from, um, Supernatural. He also played, he also voiced Red Hood in Red, in, in Batman under, under the Red, Red Hood. Hood. So they have him as Batman in he's this He's doing one? the yeah. voice of Batman. But dude, yeah. he can, he, he's, is he really good? Because oh, oh, he he's 40 years old now. Yeah. He has this, uh, a much <laughs> more. Because age is what yeah. gives him no, the range. Did, no, honestly, because he has that, he has that, he has that, uh, that gravel yeah. to his voice now. Where like even when he's talking, like you you, you what Batman up, are we I'm, getting? Here? I'm, I'm gonna pull up a, a sound clip. Watch pull up what, a sound ba- clip. what Batman are we getting here? Are the we getting Halloween. the long detective? The, yeah, it's more so the one that Batman. stands straight with the cape over his shoulder. Yes. Yeah, buddy. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, yeah. anyway, sorry, he, we sidetracked. But, but, <laughs> but Jensen Ackles is more. Uh, he he plays a really good like detective Batman. Good. That's he plays, what I a, like. he plays a solid detective. Batman oh, I'm excited. Okay, okay, I don't, okay like, let's go. Let's, let's continue. Let's on finish that way. We can go watch this. <laughs> go, me, I'm down, honestly. Let me go. Let me go watch a better thing. Um, <laughs> I, could wa- I could watch the long Halloween three times and still. What enjoy time it. is it? Nine. 
dope. <laughs> You're like, just, yeah. Well, because I got work tomorrow at five. So you can definitely, you can definitely check out uh, the long Halloween. Yeah, the the, the stuff that we're filming like is hour. definitely like, like an hour and a half. An hour, so we can do that and then go to my place and we can watch it. And oh my god, and we can we can touch each other. I'm gonna be so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna, so what if? Look, we already I, brought I the cameras. We already brought the cameras. What's up? What if it's. I, the ending was a disappointment. Right. There's a lot of overlap, and okay. it doesn't help that they've already that. said that this is canon. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't help. Yeah. So overall, I think what if could have been better if it really just you know condensed its stories and didn't focus on telling so many different ones each episode. It could have worked if it did two or three different stories over nine different episodes. That could have been better. I feel like scope and limitations of the length of episodes. Minimize the scope and lengthen your episode and uh, lengthen your if episodes. If you didn't have the money to lengthen your episodes, you could focus on three. If it's nine episodes, Disney should have ordered ten episodes. Three different universes give each one three episodes, and then the final one is the big ending, a two-parter. I'm telling you, that's the reason why I keep on referring to Justice League Unlimited, or yeah. the Justice League TV show, because that's exactly what they did. They would literally go, "This is it's an episode where we're doing a story, mm-hmm. but this is a this isn't just like a story that we're going to tell. This is a story that we need an hour for. Yeah, so we're going to separate this into two to three episodes because yeah. it needs two to three episodes for us to tell it properly. Yeah, and that's and I feel like that's the and it allows the story to breathe. It allows the story to have these, uh, what was it? These cliffhangers and stuff like that. And it allows you to really enjoy the characters that are in the episode Yeah, and everything else. And I feel like that was something that you didn't really get to feel inside of what if, because they already assumed, well, you already know these characters because you saw the movies Yeah, and everything else. But it's like, no, I want to, I want to see more of this. I really do want to see more of like these characters and I want them to breathe and I want to live in their worlds. Yeah. Yeah. And everything else. And you didn't let me, you you sped me through it. And then now I'm like, okay, why do I care? Yeah. Like, why do I care? Because I hit the fast forward button. Like I get the whole like, oh yeah, we're going to do the, like a crossover episode at the end. But it's like at the same time, it's like that could have been saved for maybe a season two or season three. Mm -hmm. Establish what if as just season one and just these and then then surprise us with like oh no we might put them together at the end of yeah. next season not this season because it just like yeah it's just you felt nothing whatever there was it nothing. also didn't help for me that they basically just copied winter soldier again with captain with captain carter like <laughs> i love winter soldier <laughs> oh yeah when they're and then they, black widow yeah and i'm yeah. just like why are you why are we doing this like don't ruin it perfectly not, don't no, ruin but, my favorite marvel but, movie but, hold on hold on but that also leads me to that point that leads me to another point how in the world did the Hydra Buster get there when it was with the allies at yeah. the end of Captain Carter episode? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do we care enough to actually discuss but, it? But that's no. what I'm saying, I though, know, is but, that there's... But that's, he's they, right. They but showed us that. Yeah, they showed he's us that right, but it just doesn't matter. Like, again, I'm not sold enough to legitimately care. When the end credit, when the end scene happened and we see that, mm-hmm. I literally was like, okay, like... I okay. Guess. Yeah. I sure. Guess. I That's don't cool, care. I guess. No, yeah. But that, like but, it wasn't. It wasn't. And there's someone living inside. That's another thing they said. Too. Well, yeah. That was. The, that, but that was. But that's the thing I'm talking about yeah. is that they already kind of shortchanged it, and also it leads to a lot of questions of like, okay, so how exactly did the Hydra Buster get captured by Hydra? Mm-hmm. Like, how did they? How how have they gotten their hands on it? Because mm-hmm. it was in the Allies possession mm-hmm. before the end of the war. Oh, they're gonna say, oh well, there were Hydra, you know. 
Hydra cells inside the Allied like forces. No, and because stuff. that's not, that doesn't make sense. Because there wasn't. I don't know, Nick. It's it's. it's <laughs> what, what do you want from me? I'm not writing for Marvel animation. No, but he's not looking for an answer. He's just pointing out. <laughs> he's just trying to make you realize. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. It, it, like there, there's just like there's a lot of things that they just did, instead of going like, oh, this is where the story naturally is going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that. There's they were no, in a oh, time yeah. crunch. I don't know. I, they it's they said a season two's already signed up. They already signed up but, for season but, two. But does that mean, are we getting continuations or are we getting new what ifs? If they focus on Captain Carter, I'm throwing that out the window. I don't care. I don't, I don't want I'm, Captain I'm, Carter. No, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest with you. They're going to they're gonna introduce new things and then they're also going to reintroduce like other characters. Here's, here's what I want from a season two. Because let's I bring always, back mm-hmm. Marvel Zombies. Let's, do, let's, you, do we? I think, I think I want Marvel it. Zombies gone. No, I want a final good conclusion from Marvel Zombies that wasn't, you know terrible oh yeah also the watcher just doomed that universe that they were in yeah which one the the one that he just dumped zombies in mm-hmm. there was no one on that planet they're intelligent zombies mm-hmm. yeah they're still the same but i don't think just... it was the watcher it was dr strange that oh yeah it was dr yeah. strange oh, yeah. yeah he doomed that that universe mm-hmm. but didn't he blow it up didn't ultron blow up that planet did he? Oh yeah, he yeah. did. Yeah, he did. Okay, yeah. I guess I guess it fixed. <laughs> Unless there's one rogue zombie that's floating in space. It's it's a zombie, man. <laughs> 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 it's just floating there. It's like a man. I'm hungry. <laughs> it senses a planet. It just starts swimming like. <laughs> trying to throw itself onto there. That's when. That's when like uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy pick it up and they get bit. They get bit. Oh god! And, <laughs> and zombies are flying the Milano around. God. All right. Do we care about? Uh, I mean, I I was disappointed. Overall, by it. yeah. Overall, disappointed. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because they did the one thing I think I said I didn't want them to do was connect everything. And they did it. And they did it. They yeah. said, "Hey, Renee, f you." Yeah. Do you have the uh, the Jensen Knuckles? Oh, sound yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you want to listen to that after we've done with the podcast, or do you want to listen to it now? I mean, we hyped it up. Why we don't hyped our, it Yeah, up. our listeners deserve to listen to it. Okay. Right? So. This is what? The clip from Long Halloween? Yes. yes. This is uh, Long Halloween when Gotham, uh, Gotham, Gordon and both uh, Batman are confronting Calendar Man. You don't need me for this. I should be out hunting. We've is that got Batman? All of Gotham PD will be deployed throughout town by midnight. One way or another, when holiday comes calling, we'll be ready. You know, this was all you. That's Gordon, right? I wanted mm-hmm. them in Gotham Penitentiary. This was Harvey. And he was right. So, I don't want to make us get coffee straight. Right. <laughs> he does have that, like, gravelly, it's, it's like... A, it's a raspier, but still, you could tell it's a younger Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it's a younger design. Bruce, but not only that, what I really like is that he took a page out of um, Kevin Conroy's yes. book. So Be- he does... Gonna, okay. So, that, when, yeah. so, when, so when he's doing... Um, what was it? When he, Bruce so Wayne? He, when he's doing Bruce... I have Wait, a, is this is, was he that. talking as Bruce or Batman? He was Batman, Batman. that was Batman, Batman. but, but I have a he, one where he says Bruce. But when he's talking about Bruce, his tonation is higher. Yeah. Not what I'm saying is that he he took this October. Whoa, oh, sorry. Ah, ad. sorry. This is <laughs> stupid ads. <laughs> sponsored by. <laughs> hey, don't, no, we're not sponsored by anyone. Don't mm-hmm. be putting ads up on our podcast. All right, not yet. This is in the study, sir. Someone's gonna pee after that. <laughs> A Miss Kyle telephoned. She said she was checking the number you gave her to make sure it's real. 
gates are open. We haven't seen a trick-or-treater in years. So we won't. See, yeah. Yeah, you're right. He does a different tone. He does the different tone where it's like, that's plus, Batman, that's Bruce. Plus the animation's really good. Yeah, the, ba- the, All right, the let's finish this. That way we can go <laughs> watch, watch it. it. I want to watch it. Let's go. Let's go. Get some food. Resident Evil. Speaking about zombies, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. That's a good segue. That was a great segue. So anyway, for Resident Evil. I was going to fight it. No, yeah. But you're right. For Resident Evil, uh, that was a really... I, I actually really like it. I feel... That Are we Resident Evil trailer, fans? I yes. Know. I'm a huge Resident Evil fan. Yes. I'm, uh, yes, yes. Okay, so, I remember... L- little short story. I'm such a big Resident Evil fan. Couple I hate ni- the movies. You know. Yes. <laughs> I hate the movies. So, it's true. Do you remember it's a couple months garbage. ago, we went to go get tacos... At, Which one? At Which the, time? <laughs> a bunch of times. <laughs> I, I forget. It was, like, it was a couple weeks ago, but oh. we were talking... It was you... Uh, Renee, me, and Andy, mm-hmm. and we were you, talking. You've known. The <laughs> I'm telling the, the listeners, okay, because they don't know. Different times. They were there with us. Come on. <laughs> Our life is an open book. Let's go. What's up? So anyway, we were talking about Resident Evil. Terry, we're going like, oh yeah, Resident Evil was like solid within like one, two, and three, and then four came along, and then it started getting weird, and then five happened, and Chris Redfield punched a boulder, and we're like, whoa, that's so cool, but it's kind of weird. Six sucked. We don't talk about it. Then came seven. You're like, whoa, that's real creepy. And then eight, we don't know it because it hadn't been come out. Eight movies. No, there's. Video games. games. Oh, video games. I thought you were talking about movies. No, at the time, time, 8 hadn't come out yet. Yeah. (laughs) Which actually, 8 is really good. Yeah, I (laughs) want to play it. I want to play it too, yeah. Super sick. It's so good. We need to finish That's why we need to do, like, oh my God. Once I get my job sorted out, we can start doing Let's Plays. But you need to come to my place. I I have been. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say like, oh, yeah, no, you can't make it, but I know. No, it's like, listen, I don't don't know how you're going to do it, but you better come to my house. (laughs) Because we're not doing let's, I'm not taking a whole laptop, I mean, a whole computer to your house to do let's. How does that make sense? (laughs) Oh, you made me, you you, made my leg cramp. (laughs) I burned you so bad, I cramped your leg. (laughs) That's great. <laughs> so anyway, I I feel when I saw this trailer because they showed you it saw it today. I saw I, literally an hour and thirty minutes ago. <laughs> and, <laughs> an hour and thirty minutes ago from this point, um, I saw the trailer and it looks like if you were to make a B rated a B horror film yeah. of Resident Evil, and I feel like that is B tier abs- horror film. Yeah, I feel like that is the absolute best possible way to make. Yes, Evil because the best people- version of a Resident so Evil. So let me just okay, like you said, we're all Resident Evil fans, right? And, and it needs, we can and it all needs to be cliche. It needs to be cliche as hell. Resident Evil is good, but it's cheesy good. Yes. Like one was I remember playing that as a kid and being scared out of my mind. I want to see slow motion action fights. Two? <laughs> when you were getting chased around. Dude, two was weird. I want the I want the camera angles. Oh, uh, <laughs> I want the oh, no, I want the Oh, other, the at the corner and the corner I walls. Want, I want to yeah. see the corner walls mm-hmm. so that way like you can't see what's coming in front of them. So mm-hmm. as they're shooting, you can't see what they're shooting at. Uh, I see. Because that was always terrifying mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. When yeah. I was when you were playing yeah. of like this thing of like I don't know what's in front of me. Mm. No, what was terrifying was in Resident Evil One when you were walking down the hallway, you think it's empty, and then the dogs, dogs come out through the windows. Oh, or Resident Evil Two dogs. when you're walking through the police uh, precinct, mm-hmm. and then a zombie grabs you from a window. You're like, ah, Jesus, that was scary. But what was scary in Two was you didn't think that people were smart enough mm-hmm. to make an AI follow you throughout the game, yeah. but they did it. 
and that messed me up. What oh, was technically me, uh, Nemesis? Was Nemesis? What yeah. was technically three? Nemesis. Was that Code Veronica? Or? No, three. Code Veronica is Resident Evil Zero. Okay. Code Veronica no, was not. the, pre- isn't it? Resident Evil Zero is something totally different. It's a prequel before Resident Evil One that takes so, place before it. It's on like a train going to the mansion. No, okay. the mansion. it crashes by the mansion. Yes, I'll look at it. and oh, they go yeah. into it. They go Code, into it before which, uh, Stars. Code gets Veronica in is four. Technically, it's not four. It's technically like it doesn't three. take place it's, in that it's, area. It's, it's before. I think it's after three. Before it's because four. Because well, three, yeah. three takes place also in Raccoon City. Three is. So two is Claire Redfield and Chris or uh, Leon Kennedy, and three is that's not um, what's what's the other girl's name? Ava? No. Or because the first one. Hey, the guy who has Google. What does it say? <laughs> so Resident Evil Three was Resident Evil Nemesis. But so I told you it takes place yeah. in Raccoon City. Two was Code Veronica takes. Place. Two was Mr. X. Three was Nemesis. No. Code Code Veronica takes place after three. Yes. So Before. Te- yeah, yeah. So the Nemesis so it's te- is so three. It's, te- it's technically the fourth game. Mm-hmm. So wait, which, which one's Mr. X? Mm-hmm. Wait. So what's two? So Mr. X. Can you stop? She's <laughs> going to answer. All right. <laughs> I'm listen, just. I'm <laughs> listen. I don't have. To, I, I already have to put up with kids at work. I don't. Have to, I don't, have to put up <laughs> I don't need to put up with another one here. So, right, okay. Like you so, keep on going. Like is that? that, that so the order. Like, release order. I yes. have the release order. Okay. The one I was looking at was the chronological order, technically. Okay. Yeah. So release order was Resident Evil 1, obviously Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 3, Nemesis, Resident Evil Survivor, and... Do you ever know what Resident Evil 2 is about? Resident Evil 2 takes place here. Is it in... If Following it's the, the mansion, enormous right? critical and commercial... Oh, blah, blah, blah. Resident Evil built upon... Excellent. No, it just says what the freaking... Like, because well, I, think, I think 2 is the mansion. Is the two is two still Resident the mansion? Resident Evil isn't just like kind of uh, all games hold on. Because I thought it was another team that went to go check out. No, what happened in Resident one. Evil One is the mansion. It looks like. Yeah, no, Resident Evil. I know Resident Evil One is the mansion. Yeah, I got I it. Remember I remember. Two was the Resident Evil was first it? one. The yeah. Number one is Chris Redfield. Number two is Leon Kennedy and uh, Claire that's, Redfield. That's Raccoon Number City, three is it? Jill Valentine. Two is called Raccoon City, mm-hmm. and then Valentine is in Nemesis. And yes, yeah. exactly. She's being three is by Nemesis. Nemesis. Mister X is in the second one. Yes. Now that now we got to piece together the puzzles yeah. mm-hmm. without I, I, Google. I, for, I forgot that Resident Evil Two is Resident Evil Two Raccoon City. City. Yes, that's what it's called. All right. Season I totally. Sorry. I totally it sounded like a that. zombie. <laughs> I was like, and, what then, the and then uh, three. Three is Three is Nemesis. Yeah. And then four is Code Veronica, right? Uh technically well yeah, Code Veronica is the next one after that. It's Doesn't a separate. They, but it's, it's a separate thing. It's, it's not a, a it's it's a it's a different team. Yes. It's a different team. I think that was when they start infiltrating Umbrella Corp. Okay. Yeah, that's when they started attacking their bases. So yeah. they did a Resident Evil. Oh, okay, and then four is Leon is assigned by the president to save his daughter. And then Yes. Before that it was Resident Evil Zero. And then Resident Evil Dead Aim, Resident Evil Outbreak came out after yeah, that. Those are, we don't have to go. Yeah. Outbreak are just civilian. And then the official Resident Evil 4 came out in, 20, in 2005. Yeah. And then Umbrella Chronicles. Oh, that's a, just an arcade game. Yeah. Then then Resident Evil 5 came out. And yeah, then the Dark five. Side Chronicles. Those are another side And then it went stories. into 6, 7. Oh, God, I forgot about Mercenaries. Uh-uh, this is not gonna, uh, you know <laughs> Revelations. Oh my God, Revelations. Revelations was yeah, I. Then, then you start getting into six, seven, and eight. Yeah. yeah. Then you get 
Operation Raccoon City, which was hyped up well, but then not great. Yeah. Um, then Resident Evil 6, which is the three-story arc one, the yeah, three different story arcs. Yeah, with Wesker's That like, camera sun. angle for that game was terrible, mm-hmm. dude. It, like the arcade scroller? Mm-hmm. No. Because there was one that was an arcade scroller, and then 6 was the one that was... Uh, you played as Leon in Raccoon City, or in a different uh, city that was uh, being infested by zombies. You had Chris Redfield's story, which was... You vamp. I'll be back. Uh, what was Chris Redfield's? It was... Uh, oh, you didn't play Six, huh? He was dealing I with never another got virus. Around, I never got around to playing... No, but Re- Resident Evil 6? Oh, yeah. I never got around to playing Resident yeah. Evil 6. Yeah. But I... Dude, I, so that's the people, thing. Because I was telling them, and I was like, oh, how's Resident Evil 6? And people were telling me, like, it sucks. It's not that great. It's not... For me, it wasn't good because the camera angles were just terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, it was... Because you ever play five or... You played four. I played five and four, yes. So remember how four at least gave you... Like, the camera angle was, you know... Mm-hmm. It was a little bit... What's the word I'm looking for? It was kind of like it didn't let you see the entire field, mm-hmm. but which, you can move around. But you can though. move around. And it was like okay, Resident Evil Five gave you a little bit more to kind of see because it was more of an action game. Mm-hmm. Six was like literally right up against their back, and mm-hmm. so what made it difficult was especially in Leon's campaign because you were dealing with the darkness and because you were dealing with the camera that was so close to that person, mm-hmm. you just couldn't see anything. So a lot of the stuff that was going on was. Not because of your, you know, stupid decisions. Mm-hmm. It was just mechanically it didn't work. Mm. That's what sucked about it. I need to play the Resident Evil 2 remake and 3. I have them. I think that'll be fun to play. But I hear those games are, like, really kind of, like, not hard, but they're... Suspenseful. Yeah, very suspenseful. And then when you get up to that guy with, like, the hat Mr. T. Mr. Yeah. X. Mr. T. <laughs> Mr. X. <laughs> yeah, I hear he's, like, a pain to fight. You can come out. It's okay. What you tell me to do? <laughs> I'm coming out of the bathroom... Under my own, with my own reasons. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right, so we only got a couple minutes to talk about this because we're about to reach an hour forty. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the Welcome to Raccoon City trailer said it was like a beef-rated film. Jesus Christ! What happened? Did you forget huh? to wash your hands. No, of course I washed my hands, but like, let's not get into it. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Were you um, unzipped or something? I was. <laughs> I, 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 if you look back on the thing, I'm, I, as I'm behind Brian's head, I'm like, oh, shoot. <laughs> uh, the trailer was filled with a bunch of uh, clips from the video games. Right. Yeah. The the most iconic one that I think people will re- recognize, um, the zombie, the, the first time we ever see a zombie. Uh, when he's eating a corpse and he turns around all bloodied. Yeah. Uh, the other one. With those PlayStation graphics. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the uh, truck driver going into Raccoon City as he's being infected or as he's yeah, becoming so infected. I, so what? It, so okay. So let's let's actually get into this this movie because it, what it kind of looked like is it kind of looked like they took one, two, one and two and they mixed them together. Mm-hmm. Because I, I I did notice that there was a lot of things there was there was actual scenes from the game that they recreated in live action, which yeah. is really sick, mm-hmm. like the helicopter crashing, the uh, what was it, the the tanker flipping over, mm-hmm. just like you were saying. So I'm kind of interested to see because those are like are are we skipping through a bunch of stuff? Are they fun? Because I think that would be really sick if it was flashbacks. Oh, oh okay. Of like, like, like of yeah. of them there, and then they're talk, and then they're meeting, like stars people, the stars agents, mm-hmm. and they're talking about what happened in the mansion, mm-hmm. and then that's what they're showing us. Like they're showing us like, well, we went into the mansion, and it was normal, it was, mm-hmm. it was a normal call and stuff like that, and then you're seeing a flashback to that scene, and everything like that, and the, and then like they're kind of giving a report, mm-hmm. and I think that would be kind of sick, 
Because that would explain. Oh, yeah, okay, that's like how you're showing. And stuff, yeah. That's how you're showing one and two because That'd they're be cool, trying to because yeah. they're trying to get both because they're trying to get like the whole story so that way they could find Chris Redfield. Yeah. And everything else, and so like now they have to like meet up with like different people and stuff like that. And I think that would be kind of interesting. Yeah. Because then they're trying to like survive in Raccoon City. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's probably like the best bet of what's going on. Uh huh. And everything like that. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It looks like a complete and total like B horror film that I'm in. Yeah. It's it's a good kind of. I feel like it's the kind of film that most Resident Evil ban- fans have been waiting for because mm-hmm. the other movies weren't too terrible but they weren't resident evil um related one, films one and two aren't terrible they're fine yeah yeah once you start getting into like three through whatever they ended with when they go to vegas and then extinction. You, you know what is but, extinction is the one where they go to vegas but the thing is, yeah. is that there's so much there's so much lore inside of the resident evil like games that you can really make some in, like an interesting like story with it the mm-hmm. fact that you went, oh, like, what happens when we just annihilate the entire world because mm-hmm. of the T-virus? And it's like, no, there was, like, so many, like, cooler things. Like, that totally takes off the suspense of yeah. of the Resident Evil games of, like, oh, yeah, everyone's just dead. Instead of, like, I'm trapped. Like, I'm mm-hmm. trapped in this location. There are zombies or mm-hmm. there are Ouroboros or whatever That's it is. That's the thing. And then, like, we find out along the way that Umbrella is always connected with these stuff yeah because they didn't mention umbrella was kind of thrown away after three they only did it for code veronica for a bit and then once four happened we didn't even realize that it was Mm -hmm. umbrella until later on Mm -hmm. same thing with five because five was the urboros virus Mm -hmm. well the thing is that it's a it's an it's an evolved version Mm -hmm. of the t virus and we didn't know it was umbrella who was the one distributing the drugs they were just sending chris was sent in to investigate why this field is being you know yes Mm -hmm. why why uh missing agents Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's all about missing agents and stuff like that and then you have like Shiva and all that stuff. Oh man, I love Shiva. And then we find out. Why. <laughs> I know. I know why you like Shiva. I know. I, I know. That. I know what. I know what challenge you were doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, I uh, the but it has so much interesting thing because I think that a Resident Evil movie should be a horror film. Mm-hmm. You need to make it this like close horror film. I loved the idea because in the first one they kind of. They they tried they doing tried that, the doing first that. one, yeah. Where it's like it's a team they're stuck underground, mm-hmm. and then there's zombies all around them and they can't get out. But that's kind of sick. That's goes, a good idea. And then it goes like full blown action towards like the end when Alice has her memories, and she's knows, a super soldier. Yeah, she's like a super soldier. And you just and then that's what happens a lot in I guess they 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 did the same thing in the second one where it's like a little bit more action. But it still has like that raccoon city like outbreak. We're trying to survive, yeah. and then at the end, she takes on the nemesis and stuff, and that's like, like a- by herself. Yeah. <laughs> and I, but I always thought that was so interesting because nemesis is such a is such a uh, such a hard boss. Mm-hmm. He Not doesn't only that, die. Yeah, he just doesn't die. Like no matter mm-hmm. what you do to him, you can drop that dude like eighty times. And, and then he died, out. but then he became like a shark thing, and you're yeah. like, what? Yeah, and and that was like, but that was the thing though, because I remember in one. Like, I was actually kind of surprised that the liquor was, like, the big bad. Like, that was, like, the big boss at the mm-hmm. end. When in the first one, you had that giant, like, claw. Mm-hmm. The, the giant, like, claw one with, like, the really, like, deformed head. Yeah. And like, super tall and everything like that. And he chased you through the mansion. Yeah. But that was sick, though, because it, it then made you remember the mansion. Where you were like, okay, where can I, like, where can I, like, 
where, where exactly can I trap him so that way I can then unload into him okay where's my where's a, where's a box where's like where's the ammo boxes where's this so it really made you kind of like think and like the whole like you retracking and going back and forth in the game in the game really taught you all about it and stuff like that whereas this one was just like it's a liquor and you're getting on a on a, like a, a, on a train mm-hmm. and then automatically they're like I'll oh, put him in the nemesis project and you're like oh no <laughs> I am good job Nick you keep slamming things on the mic I'm just you? happy it was empty yeah it was empty <laughs> <laughs> I it's <laughs> it's I, I don't I, I think I, I I retweeted this and I shared it on Facebook yeah it's still one of those dentists that use Facebook but I said like you know I'm excited about I'm excited to see how cheesy it is I really want this to just embrace the kind of like tier you know aspect of filmmaking like it's supposed to be bad it's supposed to be you know it's not supposed to be like the cgi is supposed to be great or anything just embrace it deal with it and just tell us a you know a familiar story so we can have fun that's that's all it is i'm just saying if this becomes a franchise i want to see chris redfield punch a boulder to move it I don't. <laughs> I, don't I mean, I'm a, I, I guess when the kids, no, because here, but that was the thing though, is that I felt like the games at a certain point started matching the movies Yeah. on ridiculousness. Yes, definitely. Where yeah. it was like, oh, well, like people already know it from the movie mm-hmm. that we're, that we, that of this like, ri- of this like ridiculousness, we can add it into the games now. And then the games then, so they fueled each other because mm-hmm. it was like, oh, well, in the games they did it, but then yeah. it was like, but the movies did it first, and then the game copied it. Yeah. There was a point where it tried to backtrack. If you remember in Resident Evil Five, there was a DLC that mm-hmm. explained where Jill Valentine or how she disappeared and how yes. they, why they like Chris's the, ma- the mansion uh, mission. Yeah, 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 that was a good mission because yeah, it brought you good. back. That on was the pretty mission. good. Yeah, brought you back to the mansion, and then you realize that they find Wesker, and Wesker yeah. throws or doesn't he? He ends up or Jill ends up like falling. He into throws, the ocean yeah, with, with Wesker. Uh, Wesker. Yeah, she, she ends up throwing herself off with Wesker. Yeah. And then that's why Chris just thinks that Wesker survived and he, and Jill died. Yeah. I still laugh at the part when Wesker just throws his glasses and Chris is like, <laughs> catches it. In the just, DLC, that was in the DLC, right? Yeah, yeah. And then just like they did that they did that in the movie, but it just didn't look great in the movie. No, but in the game it was sick because he's like, and yeah, then Wesker's like right up to his face mm-hmm. and like, yeah, it was great. No, I, I think it was the CGI. Not only that, but also that Wesker kind of looked like a Ken doll. <laughs> and that was uh, t- that was Sean Ashmore. I know you're right. like, yeah, yeah but sad. he looks like a Ken doll. Like yeah, the he's way not he scary. acts, he's all. <laughs> it's the way he acts is like I brought my friends with me. He's like, you should have brought more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not scary, bro. <laughs> I know like, you're not scary. So can you look up who pr- uh, who produced this? Uh, who's producing? Who's oh, distributing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because if this movie succeeds and triples its budget. You're we might get you're getting more yeah but if it doesn't if it doubles its budget it won't get listen, it listen I'm just happy that Robbie Amell is getting work alright <laughs> who's Ever the actor that's Flash. playing Chris Redfield Robbie Amell that's no. Robbie Amell yeah, that's Robbie Amell yeah he it's looks like Chris Redfield Toby Hopper the one from um, Umbrella Academy yeah number yeah. one He's is Wesker. Al- Wesker which I'm you know what I dig that because he you can know, play a bad guy he could he could do it he could do it I want to see are we getting but are we getting the trickster Wesker, I, the one that, but that's is supposedly, what I want. Yeah. yeah, but that's what I want. I want a, I want a Wesker that's like loyal because in the first one that was like the hard part is yeah. that Wesker was like, like yeah. Wesker was your dude. He, he was him yeah. and Bert, him and Barry Burton. Like mm-hmm. they were both like your dudes. Like they were like Barry yes. dies in the second one, right? Third. He gets bitten, yes. or do you find him bitten? I don't remember. Yeah, it, the, 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 it's a lot. 
Anyway, <laughs> let's lot. just not get into it. We're, we're already hitting an hour yeah, 50. But uh, what was it? There's, but I, I really enjoyed that because I liked the turn. I liked the idea of like, you but he really doesn't trust. turn until he presume Wesker's dead because Wesker was originally stars, so. right? He's, he's a stars agent. That's yeah. the reason why. Then uh, he disappears in the mansion. We don't know where he's at. And you, then, but he's presumed dead. Exactly. He's presumed dead. And then that's when you end up meeting, then you bump it. And then that's when you find him in the, in the bottom layers of, uh, like the oh in number two, it's no one. You meet him in there. Uh, yeah. He turns because he turns on you because he's the thing that releases that that monster. Yeah. And then he escapes, and then that's when like all the shenanigans happen. Which is I, I can't wait. I I I'm excited. Or were you, uh, you were looking to see who's produced it. Well, I'm watching. I'm looking at who's directing it, and <laughs> it's a it's a director, and she's done. I don't know. It's Joanne's Roberts. And she did not a not great sequels to horror movies. They're all B movies, but it fits well for if that's what we're going for for Resident Evil. The movies they directed was in 2005, Forest of the Damned, okay. uh, 2012, Storage 24, okay. uh, 2016, The Other Side of the Door, 20, 2017, 40 Meters Down, uh, 2018, The Strangers Pray at Night, which is the sequel to The Strangers. And 2019, 40 meters down, uncaged. I think I actually liked The Strangers. Uh, the second I, one? I liked the second one. The second more. one wasn't actually not bad. I actually watched that. I don't, like the, I don't like the first one. The first one's dumb. <laughs> Straight it up. It was, actually. Uh, uh, can yeah, we see who produced it? Too. We got to wrap up this, this okay, issue. Okay, so the producer for this is... Uh, Brian. It's, Brian. it's like three people. There's like it's. it's Brian. I it's, wish that's why Brian. That's why Brian's trying to sell this. Uh, <laughs> my movie. James Harris, Harley Grutenstern, and Robert Culser. These are all just like the company I meant. Oh, the company distribute. Okay, so it's, it's the distributor, not the producers. Distributed by Sony. <sighs> Sony's doing it. So Sony, Sony Productions. That makes sense because I think they they're the ones that hold the copyright. Mm-hmm. So they have to have triple the budget for oh, us license. to get a sequel. Mm-hmm. We excited? Yes. The, when yeah. is this supposed to come out? November? No, soon. Uh, I thought I read October. October? But November's horror month. November 24th, so yeah, next okay. month. Dope. All right, oh, any well, last thoughts? Sorry, this was in, in development since 2017. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been like in development hell for oh, like wow. a couple of years. Yeah, well, COVID didn't help out. Well, yeah, yeah. it was supposed to, it was, uh, it, it began filming in 2020. Yeah. Last year. Any last thoughts? I just want to see great character moments that are true to the characters, if anything. I want to see Stephen Amell in the sequel. Yes. I want to see all these people come back. If they play it well, I I don't want any recasting. I want to get used to these actors, and that's it. Move forward. Okay. Decent. All right. It's not the first time a CW actor was inside of a Resident Evil movie. Who else was? Captain Cold was Chris Redfield. Uh, Mm Oh, Okay. All right. From prison, I think it's a prison break. Yeah, that's a good way. That's a good point to end in uh, this issue. Prison break. Yeah, we're out of time. We can't be. We can't. We can't unless you got something else, Nick. With that said, so guys. So prison break, guys. <laughs> if you guys haven't seen it, let me break down prison break. For you. <laughs> you gotta make a diagram. No. 
He's already ended before. <laughs> all right, guys. So thank you guys for listening to this issue of this podcast. Just a reminder, you can find us on all audio platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean. Uh, if you guys listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review on there. We want to let you guys – or we want to know what you guys think of us, you know, what you think of the show and everything. Uh, you guys can find the visual portion of the podcast on YouTube, Keeping Up With The Nerds. Go subscribe. We're at 72 subs. We're trying to reach 100. If anything, 125 is our big goal. If you guys like what you guys watched here and are interested in more stuff, subscribe. Share with everyone. Again, like Nick said at the beginning of the podcast, share with the grandmas. Grandmas love Nick, apparently, according to him. So there's that. Uh, follow us on our website, keepingupwiththenerds.com. Everything will be up to date there. We're working on some stuff come November. We're going to have some guests coming through. Uh, yes, so it's going to be a month long of guests uh i think i've teased it before but it's official now we're good to go we've got some guests lined up for that month uh you guys keep an eye on that website because we will be posting some information on our guests that are going to be popping up on there um on our website so yes uh follow us on our socials instagram and twitter uh we're more active on twitter now renee's gonna be posting anything and everything that we're gonna be posting up on our channels uh on instagram so that way you guys are up to date and again share our instagram we're at 150 right now i think 149 yeah in there so share guys uh with that said nick you want to wrap this up this has been keeping up with the nerds issue 68 my name is nick Lowe. this is brian renee recording at undercity comics in whittier california we want to thank everyone for listening to the issue and hope to see you all next time